We love a little bit of drama around here. Secrets, affairs, backstabbing, betrayal. Prime Video has it all included. Like the new history-bending love story, My Lady Jane, and the sexy romantic new movie, The Idea of You, starring Anne Hathaway. Or add-on channels like Max for drama-filled favorites like HBO original The White Lotus. Find your happy place. Prime Video. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. Escape to summer with Victoria's Secret's just-arrived collection of swim and other sun-ready silhouettes. Pack your bags with new styles from the Very Sexy Collection, like the made-to-be-seen Very Sexy Push-Up Bra and on-trend hues like green, citron, and black shine. Rewind to the future with the VS Archive Swim Collection, inspired by Victoria's Secret's classic looks from the 90s and early 2000s. Plus, mix and match with their wide range of bikini tops and bottoms to find your dream suit. Shop now at your closest Victoria's Secret store or online at victoriassecret.com. St. Bonaventure Mission works to provide Navajo families with many of the things people never think about. Whether it's fresh water, clothing, or many other necessities, St. Bonaventure Mission provides support to the Eastern Navajo Reservation. The mission is often the last and best hope in their struggle to survive among poverty and hardships. So please go to this website and make your donation to St. Bonaventure. It's stbonaventuremission.org. Your donation will go a long way in providing much-needed everyday items people may take for granted. St. Bonaventure VentureMission.org. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the most spectacular show on earth. Sometimes you just have to blow it out. All right, the show is about to begin. It's just a matter of time. This is Elvis Duran in the Morning Show. Uh, we're here talking with Froggy's beautiful, wonderful best friend, wife, Lisa. Hi, Lisa. Hi. Good morning. <laughs> so uh, a conversation came up with Froggy and me, Lisa. We were talking about loving ourselves. Like, how do we treat each other? How do we treat ourselves? Are we treating ourselves as lovingly as we do our friends? And sometimes uh, Froggy says that Lisa definitely treats everyone like the kings and queens that they are in her life, but she doesn't treat herself like that. Is that right? Yep. Yep. You're exactly right. I, I see the way that she uplifts other people and goes out of her way to make everybody else's day around her better. But then I see the way that she talks to herself. I see the way that she looks at herself and the way that she thinks and feels about herself. And it drives me crazy. How do you feel about that? that, He's correct. I I mean, I, I'm very critical of myself. I never happy how I look ever, whether it's, you know, my weight or if it's my nose or if it's anything, the clothes I wear. And then my motivation's just off. I just feel like I can't do anything. I can't, I couldn't get that job. I'm not qualified when probably I am. So, I mean, I've been like this all my life, but I do enjoy lifting others. That's And you sure. do a great job. <laughs> yeah, but I, I got to say something. I don't think, in my opinion, keep in mind, I'm not a trained psychologist. I'm I, whatever. You know how we always talk about the most hateful people in life are that way because they hate themselves? Yeah. You see, here's what I believe about you, Lisa, and anyone else that's that's feeling like you that really kind of slices themselves in half as much as they can. I think you do love yourself because I don't think that you would be treating all of us this well if you hated yourself. So what's the deal? I truly believe that there is a chance you have a wall around your heart that's that's refusing you to see how great of a person you really are. And you're not make you're not loving yourself more than other people, and you're not. You need to make yourself the superstar of your life. You really should. 
you you're right uh, you're right about that wall I you you that are sounds... the most it's true you do love yourself we we have to we have to make that connection though you have to find a way to do it you are and need to be the most important person in your life i really truly think that and uh, it sounds so simple because i always say to her i wish she could see what i see I wish she could see the person that I look at and the person that I live with. I mean, I can tell you that I would never have made it to where I am now without her caring for me every single day and making sure that everything was right. And I've seen her do that for many people. And I wish she saw what I saw when I looked at her. And I don't know how to snap my fingers or turn that switch and make it happen. And Danielle, she, you're, her, you're her best friend. What, what yeah, are you thinking? She, it's so funny. She's the first one when, like, I'm having a crappy day. She'll text me, you need to talk. You need to talk. Or even if I'm like down on myself or down on something else, she will smack my face over the phone and get me right back up. And that's what I need a lot of times, you know? And she's just amazing at it. And she's such an amazing person. And she needs to see that, has to see that. So, so Lisa, question. What, what Danielle is yes. describing, are you great at doing that for other people? I mean, think about it. If, if you could give yourself a grade, uh, 10 being the best, at lifting other people up and making them feel good about themselves, how well do you do? How great do you do at that? I would think a 10. And I, yeah, yeah definitely. Yep. That. And that. I, you know how I see it. And I, yeah, you're right. And I see it on uh, social media a lot because I post a lot of motivational things and I get a lot of direct messages of people thanking me and you have no idea I needed this today and I'm going through this right now and you're so great and keep posting. And I mean, that helps. That's really, really nice. That's when I know that I'm doing something right. What about your dark but, side? What are some things about <laughs> you that, no, really, truly, what are things about you that you, uh, you wish were different? Um, I just, as far as my self-esteem is just crap. I wish I felt better physically about myself. I wish I didn't worry about weight all the time and, oh, what do you, you know, you can't eat that or you can wear that. You couldn't do this. You couldn't get this job. I mean, I just, I just, I just beat myself down and I shouldn't be like that. I used to have some type of small confidence somewhere, but nothing ever on a large scale. I don't take selfies. I don't do any of that stuff. I'm just not... I'm just, that's just not me. I don't know. I'm just you know what lacking I wish you could something, do? but. You know what? You're not lacking anything. You've got it. You have everything you need to live the greatest <laughs> life. It's already in there. You just yeah. got to uncover it. Uh-huh. You know what uh, I, I learned a long time ago is everything as far as I go that's dark to me, my dark side, the things that I didn't like, I just learned to turn it around and embrace those things. And I know it's easier said than done. I do have a low self-esteem. Let me work on that. Yep. I don't. I don't like my fat thighs. All right. Well, who's who are they hurting? You know, I'm living a great life. You, you. I really do think we all need to do a better job at embracing the things about us that are not perfect. I think a lot of times we notice these things too, and other people don't even notice them, like the fat thighs or the you know whatever. And people are like, "What are you even talking about? No, like, nobody notices that." You know? They don't. Right. I know, and that's so funny you said that because I'm so insecure about my nose. I can't even, I, I never, ever, ever take pictures from the side, ever. And I've been that way all my life. And he's got, my husband's like, oh, you know, I wouldn't even notice. And a lot of people are like that. I don't see anything. And I'm like, what well, are you talking about? And you know, no matter how yeah. much we tell you that, you're not going to yeah. believe us. But you know what? So therefore, if you, when you just come to accept the fact that you don't like your nose, it doesn't matter what we think, you don't like your nose then go with it. <laughs> don't like it. I mean, just, but understand it makes you unique and understand it's not the most important. It's not even in the top 1000 things right. about you that are most no important, way. you know, right, nobody right. sees it, but you, 
Right. And I, I let it take over. It's like it takes over my life. Like, oh, look in the mirror. Look at that thing again. Or look at this. You know, you can't get in these shorts or you can't. And I, I don't want to feel like that. And you're right. I need the connection. I'm missing a connection. Just something in the middle that can just. So I finally can take that just that breath of fresh air and just say, I can do this. I can I can overcome it. I think I would live a whole lot happier. I think I just I don't know. I think it's going to hit you one day and you're yep. going to go, oh, my God, I do love me. But until then. You know, you have to find these little ways, these little tricks. Think about all the things that have happened into your life. I mean, things that I don't want you to talk about here. This is an inner conversation. Any abuse, anything that was that came across that was so just mind blowing and bad and difficult to deal with from when you're a kid all the way up to when your husband, you know, was (laughs) in the room of surgery with his head open. You know, those things do affect you. Okay, so add on top of those things, the fact that you don't like your nose. And the, the whole list of things. Mm-hmm. But I do think you love you. I really, truly think you you're do. The one, you're, you're the one. You're too loving. Lisa. And she's the one who told me, oh, you're going to get to a certain age, Danielle, that you're not going to give up. You're going to tell everyone, whatever. Who cares oh, you know about what? this and that? You know this. what, Danielle? She's obviously yeah. not at that age because she's nope. still giving up. So, yep. you know, Lisa, you use that. I'm older than you. And when you're my age, you're not going to give a crap about anyone. You're obviously not there. Because when you do get to that age, this is something to look forward to. When you get to that age in life where you don't give a crap about about the things that aren't important, that's exactly when you're going to mm-hmm. really understand how much you love yourself. So maybe the key is we need to we need to peel away all these things that we really shouldn't be fretting about. We, we, yeah, that's, that's that's a good way to put it. Actually, peeling it away for sure. Don't, don't even start with yourself. Just talk talk about the, you know people say rude things. Let it go. Right. People are yeah. just jackasses. You got to you got to drive away from it. What's up, Frog? You know, Lisa always says that because I didn't know her when she was you know much much younger. She always says that she, in her group of friends, she was the one that never had a boyfriend. Everybody else had a boyfriend. Oh, yeah. I was the, the fat friend. I was the, oh, look, she's so nice. So for years, years, that was, that was me. But if you liked me, boy, if you give me even like, not even liked me, gave me an ounce of, of attention. I was like, oh, I think, that, I think he likes me. Blah. And then things <laughs> never panned out the way it should have panned Aww. out. But. That was many a times. (laughs) You're a lovely, lovely person. And we can sit here and just scream that out loud uh, from the the, the mountaintops as much as we want. But until you start to see it, it's not going to matter. But I do think you love yourself. Jess is on line 24. She feels the same way as you. You're not alone. There are a lot of people who feel this way. You love making people feel better, right, Jess? But you feel the same way about yourself. It's like, eh, not so much. I absolutely do. And Lisa, you are fabulous. And don't, don't you ever let yourself feel that that's not the case. Oh my God, that's so nice! That's supposed to cry. This fabulous, morning. inside and out. <laughs> oh, thank you. That's so nice. I'm trying. I'm trying. Keep trying. Embrace your embrace your uh, dark stuff. Embrace the bad side. You're gonna just recognize it's there. Uh, hi, Jess. Thank you for listening. Amy on line twenty three. Uh, hey, Amy, what's going on? Hi, not much. How are you? We're doing well. You know, we're just talking to our best friend. Lisa and everyone else who's in her same situation. What's up with you, Amy? Uh, nothing. I was just uh, listening to what Lisa was saying, and I feel like a lot of times it's easy to identify something and help others with issues that we see in ourselves with the help that we wish we could receive. Well, hey, talk to her. Make her feel better. <laughs> talk to her, Lisa, as if you'd be talking to yourself because she's t- talking about the same thing you're going through. I mean, what do you want to tell what? someone who feels like crap about themselves, but they are very loving to other people? Well, I would start with the whole, we are thankful for this life and you have to just kind of 
embrace that and you have to embrace who you are. And, 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 and to the point, like Danielle said, I do feel like I don't want to care what anybody else thinks. And we really, and it's a tough time right now, but you, yeah, you have to, like Elva said, you got to learn to love yourself. I mean, this is, this is our only life. This well, is it. There's a way to love yourself, you. Amy, Jess, Froggy, Danielle, Lisa. You can't love yourself till you know yourself. And that's a very, very, very important thing to remember. You could be a walking mystery. You may not even know yourself at all. There are probably friends of yours that know you better than you know yourself. How many of us have had friends tell us that? Oh, I know yep. you better than you know yourself? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Maybe it's true. Because there are things in our lives about us, Amy, that we don't like. So we don't want to know it. So you, get, you have to get to know yourself before you can like yourself and then love yourself. And, and surround yourself by people that will uplift you. Because, I mean, at least that's a, that's a road that helps, for yep. sure. I mean, I have everybody that tells me, and it's so nice. I just have to accept it myself. Well, we love it. It's easier to help others than it is to help yourself. Yep. It is. Amen. Get to know yourself. It is. You really How many to, times you have yourself. you said or given someone advice? Because I know I do it. And I go, dude, did that just come out of my mouth? Dude, that's good advice. I wish I'd <laughs> yeah. take it myself. Exactly. But that was exactly. <laughs> you're, a, you're a freaking genius. What's scary? Yep. I really think it, it has a lot to do with the circle of friends that you keep around you. Because earlier in life, uh, that, uh, when I was feeling down in the dumps, I was with a with a, a, the wrong crew of people, and I got myself out of that crew, and, and now I have people that are uplifting in my world, and all the toxicity is gone, except for maybe a couple of friends that are just like, whatever. <laughs> but like, I do believe that it's, it's, a, that's it's a part like, of it. I'm thinking of like the, that scene in The Lion King or something when they raise they raise up the baby. It's like your friends are the ones raising you up. You are like, baby Simba. Right. right, making you feel good, and that's you right. know. you're right though. But that's only a part of it because I, we know Lisa. She is surrounded by very positive people. True. So, uh, anyway, Amy, thank you for your call. I hope you have the best day ever, and thank you for being a part of our show. Oh, we appreciate too. you. We appreciate Amy, you. Amy, you're going to be thank just fine. You and gonna, so are you. So are you, Lisa. You're fabulous. Lisa, get <laughs> to know you, get to know yourself. Sometimes it's frightening to learn the truth about us. About ourselves. It is. It is. It is. But yep. you, you got to do it, and then you have to embrace it. We love you. What if we did it more? You think that would help you feel better oh about yourself? Oh, my gosh. You know, oh, thank God, God for that idea. So That'll romantic. Help. So help. romantic. I'm just trying to help you guys. Oh, yeah. That helps. Yeah, I think if you would... Uh, <laughs> Have sex with your husband more. That could solve all these problems. Yeah, yeah that'll geez. do it right Go. there. All right. <laughs> let's, all, let's all do this. Every single person listening, every single person uh, on the show today, learn something new about yourself. And it, it, it may be frightening. It may be a downer. It may be fantastic. But you need to get to know yourself a little better. All right, we got to move on. We love you, Lisa. We'll talk love to you soon. Love you too, okay? guys. Thank love you so much. Have a beautiful love day. Love you. Elvis Duran. Who the f- these things. Why don't you have a piece of bread and maybe you'll calm down a little. And the morning show. Escape to summer with Victoria's Secret. Pack your bags with just-arrived swim, cover-ups, corset tops, and other sexy silhouettes. When the sun goes down, opt for bold and blingy styles like the made-to-be-seen, very sexy push-up bra from the Very Sexy Collection and on-trend hues like Black Shine, Green, and Citron. For a glam statement, you can pair them with your favorite jeans and bring the heat. Because life is better in a bikini, rewind to the future with the VS Archives Swim Collection inspired by Victoria's 
his Secrets classic looks from the 90s and early 2000s. Four endless out-of-office options mix and match with Victoria's Secrets' wide range of bikini tops and bottoms that offer you every type of coverage, from full to cheeky to minimal, now in this season's must-have shades and patterns. Add the finishing touch with the limited-edition Bombshell Escape fragrance. A free-spirited take on the iconic Victoria's Secret scent, dive into the vibrant blend of Juicy Guava, Lush Palms, and Summer Glow Peony. Shop now at your closest Victoria's Secret store or online at victoriassecret.com. Look around. What do you see? Cars. Lots of them, you're right. And guess what? They're probably on Auto Trader. Whether you're into timeless classics or the latest trends. Did somebody say solar-powered, eco-friendly, vegan, leather-wrapped, aromatherapy-scented, disco-ball-equipped, self-driving car? If you see it on the road, you'll likely find it on Auto Trader. Big cars, small cars, blue cars, new cars, electric cars, and one day, maybe even flying cars. With millions of options to choose from, buying a car becomes a whole lot easier. See it, find it, Auto Trader. Toenina, that's water is life in Dine Bazad, the Navajo language. We're sharing this Navajo phrase on behalf of St. Bonaventure Indian Mission and School and the thousands of poor Navajo families. They do what they can to survive the spring and summer months with as little as seven gallons of water a day. By comparison, most other American families use more than 300 gallons per day. That's a big difference. So visit their website. Make your donation today, stbonaventuremission.org. The families served by the St. Bonaventure Water Delivery Program are among the nearly 33% of all households on the Navajo Nation with absolutely no running water. These are among the poorest families anywhere in the United States. Please be generous. Donate today, stbonaventuremission.org. Your donation will be well received. Water is life. Make your donation for life-saving water today at stbonaventuremission.org. Elvis Duran in the Morning Show. Okay. We'll talk about farting. (laughs) So, okay, we all celebrate. We stand up and applaud this relationship between Gandhi and her boyfriend, Brandon. We love Brandon. And, and, you know, I'll tell you why we love Brandon is because we love Gandhi and the happiness that we know Brandon's bringing into her life. Okay? We all see that, right? Yep. Thank you. Mm -hmm. But she's at the end of her rope with his gas. (laughs) (laughs) What happened? Okay, we got into a little bit of a tiff yesterday about farting and how that plays into a relationship. Because in my opinion, if you are genuinely attracted to someone and you think about seeing that person naked and doing things to their body, you don't want them farting all the time, right? So I never do that in front of people. I find it creepy and gross and I just don't like it. He has no problem. And we're in the middle of a freaking pharmacy yesterday, and he ripped ass in the dishes aisle and then was like, why'd you walk away? Well, I don't want to stand in the middle of that while it's going on, and he thinks that I am crazy for it. Right. And I just I can't stand it. I don't like it. See, what happens with farters is this. Either it, it seeps out accidentally, and they're like, oh, pardon me. Yeah. Pardon me, Philip. And then there are people like Froggy who it's a sport and he like yep. pull, he puts his hand in the air and pulls it down like <laughs> so, no. last night we were at dinner and we were oh, uh, here it we was go. at dinner oh, it was a picnic. restaurant people eating was dinner no picnic style table like picnic but there was plastic seats so it kind of oh I didn't God. realize it was going to rumble off the plastic the way it did <laughs> and, and Lisa got a little bit upset in the restaurant. Yeah, because it's in public. Yeah. I mean, in private in the house is one thing, but in public, 
Like, oh, you know, oh. don't I rip it I just picture articles on my food. Like, no. Farts no. don't How have dare you. Farts don't know location. They don't care. <laughs> <laughs> they they got to go when they got to go. Well, look, I love the texts that are coming in. Holding in farts is unhealthy. <laughs> well, a lot of things you do are unhealthy. Yeah. Do those. Right. And I'm not telling you to hold it in. Like, I know that that has to happen and that people need to do what they have to do. But you could walk away a couple feet. You don't have to, like, make a production of it so I can hear your cheeks clapping in the aisle at the Walgreens. I don't need to hear that. <laughs> He's just Aww. so comfortable with you now. He feels oh, like yeah. he can be himself. That's <laughs> what it is. Well, That's know, his but, argument. Okay, farting now. What's next? Don't answer that. Oh, exactly. Like, like, how more comfortable can you be? Oh, I'm just going to just totally evacuate all over the floor because I'm nope. totally fine with you. I love you. That's, uh, let's hope I just want you to know how much I love you by just like ripping my guts out on the floor. Oh, my gosh. Exactly. Please don't I'm do like, that. I love that you're comfortable. I don't know that I want you to be that comfortable. Maybe we could have a little bit of discomfort. Just That's what it is. That's what it is. You want him to at least try. Right. Have you ever had a Dutch I, I oven, I genuinely Gandhi? like... What'd you say? <laughs> Ever had a Dutch oven before? Oh, that's gross. I think that that's cause for a breakup. I would pack oh, my things. Doesn't Alex like, nope, do that nope. to you all the time, Elvis? He did that one time. Oh, and one that time. Was the last, and, that, and I'm not going to tell you why, but that was the last time. Line 24 is Michelle. <laughs> hey, Michelle, how long have you and your boyfriend been together, Michelle? Five months, yeah. So uh, what happened yesterday with you and your boyfriend that changed everything? Well, yeah, he let one rip. That's for sure. Right. <laughs> Where was it? it? Like, uh, well, we went and got uh, Japanese food, you know, when they do the hibachi in front of you. And he let okay. me know that that ginger dressing kind of might upset his stomach. And I was like, okay. <laughs> and and it, uh, it must have. <laughs> well, at least he was honest from the beginning. It does that to me, too. <laughs> so, no, but, 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 but where, where were you? Were you still at the, the – are you sitting at the – Actually, we we were on our way home last night from dinner, and we saw a loose dog. So we chased this dog for about 45 minutes to find its owner. I finally let the door open, and the car ran right in, and we were outside with the dog trying to find its owner. So that's what we were doing, and all of a sudden he let one rip. I guess he ran a lot, and it must have pushed it out. Okay. <laughs> all the activity. <laughs> I love how you're chasing a loose dog, and your boyfriend is what they call a loose dog. Right. I know, but he but he didn't do it like okay, here it comes. Ah, ha, ha. He wasn't like no, he, no. It was just, it, it was, was so yeah. nonchalant. I was there like, was go. that the dog or was that you? And he was like, oops. <laughs> I also just wanted to let you guys know that I absolutely love you, and I've got chills that I even got through. So, hello, lady. Well, hello, hello, lady. I love that you got chills getting through. Now you're really going to get chills when you remember how you got through to right. talk about your boyfriend farting while chasing right. a dog I, after eating Japanese food. I don't food. even want to tell him. I don't even want to tell him. I'm embarrassed to like, let secret. him know that I... <laughs> okay. It's our secret. Now, okay, but question before we let you go, Michelle. Is this something you want him to do more of or should he just keep it in check? You know, I think like maybe once a week, it, you know... <laughs> Okay. Limit. Once a week. We have a once, once a week a limit. Week. All right. right, Gandhi? I think Gandhi uh, agrees with me. Yeah, I mean, I could get away with once a week. Or even just as much as you want to do it, just walk away from me. Don't make a production of it and look me dead in the eye while you do it. Like, oh, you I don't didn't tell us that right. part. Oh, That's yeah. kind of funny. All right, Michelle, thank you very much. And uh, have a great day. And thanks for listening to us every day. Thank you. It was great listening to you. <laughs> well, thank you. Have a safe day. Yeah, Froggy.
like Lisa gets upset when I do it. And what I don't understand is when she does it, it's an accident, right? But it's the same outcome. Why is it that if it's an accident and it's her, it's just air? But when I do it, it's why do you have to do because that? It's disgusting. It's that's the, the same, same outcome. But it's the same thing in my house. When I do it, it's an accident. But when you do it, like not so much Sheldon, because maybe it's British. I don't know. He doesn't do it as much. Proper, but, thank God. But Froggy, <laughs> you make a production out of it. It's like, hey, here it comes, everybody. Get ready yeah. for my big fun. Right. Here it, it, it yeah. comes. It is like, a, actually, I stand on the couch and, then, and do it sometimes. And then you, you stand <laughs> yeah, on the stage see? and fart in your living room. And you know, and then when you do it, you kind of give it a Great. Oh, that was a tenor. Right, hey. right. Yeah. And okay, Lisa's like, why can't you go to the bathroom to do it? Who runs across their house to fart? Like, I should be able to do it wherever right. I am. Moving oh, I on, totally. line, 20, line 23 is Lauren. <laughs> uh, now, Lauren, on the other hand, Lauren, you've been with your husband for 10 years, correct? Yes, 10 years. And? Good morning, tell, everyone. And good and morning. I've, good morning. And I've never heard him fart or smelt a fart from my husband. Whoa! Whoa. Is he British? <laughs> he might be British it's like my not, husband. It's, it's absolutely the strangest thing. It's like a running joke with our family. I, His friends always play it, like, uh, ask me, they're like, have you ever heard him? I'm like, absolutely not. And they have never heard him fart. He, he, he thinks it's, like, disgusting and never does it. And it's the oddest thing. I've never heard him do it. There you go. Now, is he, is he a bit <laughs> fastidious in other uh, parts of his life as well? I mean, is he, like, a very... Like a, a private he's person. Very, um, I, I guess you could say he's like very um, OCD. Uh, he, you know, he's constantly cleaning his hands and everything. Um, but it's it's the oddest thing. I right. I can't believe I've never heard him fart. Well, <laughs> but wow. weird. But I don't hear you complaining about it. It's not a bad thing, is it? No, but okay. when I do it, he's like, "You need to go and time out." <laughs> I'm like, "What?" Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> he, he jokes wow. with me. He's like, "You're not, you're not supposed to do that. You're supposed to be like the lady in the house." And I'm like, "I guess you are because I've never heard you fart." So. Well, I, I don't <laughs> know yeah. if, if gastric disturbances have gender, but I get it. All right, well, Lauren, best yeah. of luck to you. And it sounds like it's a good problem to have a husband that just doesn't fart out loud. I guess so. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you, Lauren. Finally, we got to talk, we have to talk to Carrie, and then we got to move on because this seems, sounds like an interesting story. Hello, Carrie. <laughs> Hi. Hello. Welcome to the show. Are you really ready to tell this story on the radio? Um, it's really kind of embarrassing, but yeah. Go ahead. Uh, well, um, we were at a restaurant in Meredith, New Hampshire, and uh, my dad uh, actually started this, and he ended up ricocheting uh, uh, and farting right off the wall and, uh, <laughs> and uh, cleared out the entire restaurant. My daughter just continued it and they were having the contest right back and forth. So wait, wait. Right in front of your, your father and your daughter were yep, right having in front a, of me. a farting contest and cleared out the restaurant? Oh, no, that's a tight-knit yeah. family. Oh. <laughs> How bad was it that you cleared a whole restaurant? Wow. <laughs> Talent. That's too much. Yeah, it was, I love how you described it. He, he's ricocheting off a wall. My God. All right. And your daughter becomes a part of it. I don't know. <laughs> what a family. All right. Well, Carrie, I think we're going to end it on that call, but thank you for. <laughs> Thank you for listening to us. Have yeah, a one, I, just, have a one. 
I Go really, ahead. I really want to say that I've been listening to you guys since I was in high school, and you know it's so fantastic that uh, you know I I got on. It's uh, you know it's so great to talk to you guys. Well, thank you, Carrie. It, it is, I would say yeah. it, it's great to talk to you, too. And this was a very unusual story. I'm glad it got you through. <laughs> Best of luck with that family of yours. Our friend Tommy Daddario hosts I've Never Said This Before. We love it. It's a podcast where he interviews our favorite actors and artists. Tommy, who's on the podcast this week? Hey, Elvis. I am so excited about this next episode. I talk to Sasha Petersa, star of Pretty Little Liars, and we dive into her time on the smash hit show, and she reveals if the cast may reunite in the future. I've never said this before. New episodes every Tuesday. Listen on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. Elvis Duran in the Morning Show. All right, I don't do it. I don't have time to do it. It's it's the thought of doing it bores me. But following people so closely on social media that you can actually tell if they're going through something in their lives, you know? Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, they're friends that drop friends. I know people or of people who actually follow your followers list and the people you're following, and they can tell if you've dropped someone. Yes, that's weird. And then the stories begin. Do you guys... You know what I'm talking about, right? Yes. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. for sure. I do the deep dive if I feel like I haven't seen somebody post with their significant other in a long time. Then I go and see when the last time they posted together was and if they've been posting the like single thirst trap pictures since. And then I make yep. all kinds of stories up in my head. Look, you know, I'm not like scary. I don't post every day. Uh, yeah. Sometimes I'll go, I'll go a week or two without posting something. And I'll get these DMs. Hey, is everything okay with you and Alex? Right. Haven't yeah. seen any pictures of you and Alex then. Uh, What's going on? What's going on? But that's the opposite. The opposite is true, too. When all of a sudden people start posting their significant other all the time, we call that the Hail Mary. We're like, oh, there's a problem now. You're posting all the time. I see you. I see what's going on. So it works both ways. Selfies every 15 minutes. Yeah. (laughs) I create the story in my head. Uh, Like the other night, I had to uh, post a picture of me cooking corn so people will remember that I love corn. (laughs) I don't know. Elvis, you and Alex are eating corn. You're not eating corn anymore. (laughs) Is there a digestion problem? Yeah, what's scary? Yeah, you touched on it earlier. Um, I'm the guy that likes to go looking at follower lists and say, hmm, this person unfollowed that person. Why why are they not following? How exhausting is that, keeping up with that? I like to do that with celebrities. I like to see, like, hmm, uh, if they're so close, like if, if Drake and Rihanna are really close in real life, do they follow each other? Why are they not following each other anymore? Why did this person drop that one? Mm. So that's me. I have a busybody on people's followers lists. I I, I don't know why, but I do. Ah, God. And then I come I, to conclusions. I would say I'm impressed, but I'm not. I just <laughs> I just I don't know. There's so many things we could be doing in life. I don't know. Worrying about who whose people are following and who people whose people. I don't know. No, but I'm. It's changing. fun to create. I need a you story to post a picture has... of you and Alex today. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what to to uh, just reaffirm that everything's okay. Yeah. I know, but, but it needs Gandhi's, to be from today. Don't post an old one. But Gandhi says if I do post, it means something's not okay. So I, no, I'm, no. I'm a bit confused. Not just one. It's too many in a row out right. of nowhere, right? Like, we, we see that happen. I've seen it happen. I might have done it myself. I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing to away, see here. Away. Nothing to see right. here. God, what was it, Gandhi? It wasn't that long ago. You were having dinner with Scary, yes. and you guys posted it. And then you yes. got barbecued because you were out with Scary and not your boyfriend. Right. And it wasn't just I, one person. It was it was several people. 
Right. It was a handful of people that said it's inappropriate that Scary and I are out together having food, oh. just the two, two of us. Two coworkers can't go out to dinner together? Yeah, that's yes. Yeah. But what was funny about that is I got skewered for it. Scary didn't get anything. So it nope. was like totally on me being the inappropriate one, being out with Scary. But Scary's allowed to do whatever he wants. Why are you going to have dinner with a coworker? No, I have an everyone idea. was complimenting me. They were like, ooh, that's some great food you got there. <laughs> I have an idea. Rather than, me, cool? rather than me read your tarot cards or your, uh, your lifeline on your palm, I'm now going to, Froggy, I'm going to read your life by the pictures you've posted. Okay. On, yes. On okay. your, uh, okay. Oh, that's not cool. Oh, no, no. I'm going to tell you right now where Froggy is in life because of what he is and is not posting. Okay. First okay. photo is, uh, oh, it's that photo that where if you are nearsighted, uh, you see Mar- Marilyn Monroe, and if you're normal vision, you see Albert Einstein in that photo. Mm. Right. Mm. Mm-hmm. I think you're trying to throw us off because that really has nothing to do with your personal life. Right. Next. <laughs> the nice next friend. one is, uh, oh, it's a, it's a four-plate photo of you and me uh, at different oh. stages of our friendship wishing me a happy we've, birthday. We've got a secret relationship going on. <laughs> wow. But you know what it tells me is you actually went out of your way to produce four panes in one photo of us together. Right. That I means did. you really like me. I do. I like that. Let's see. Here, uh, oh, here's a guy driving in his car with a cup of coffee on the roof of his car and it says, I was lonely until I glued a coffee cup onto my car. Now everybody oh. waves at me. <laughs> Smart move. Oh yeah, that I love that one. That one's so funny. What do we make of that? I really I can't I really can't analyze that one. I want people to wave at me. I I'm maybe I'm in need of okay. people waving yes, at me. Life hack. Here's a photo of uh of one of your dogs. Which one is this? Is this Rocky? Rocky. Oh, this is Rocky Roo. I like yeah. that. And you say, wish I knew what he was thinking or do I really want to know? What do oh. you think? Maybe that's subliminal to he wishes he knew what his wife was thinking. Then he <laughs> never knows what she's thinking. Is this right. what people do in their spare time? <laughs> All right, here's a it's a double pane uh, video of your son Caden spraying his face with sun uh, sun block, and you using that very convenient sun bum stick. Right. So this tells me that you're a sellout and you're making money. It's available at Vitacost. Right. Actually, you know what? Because of that ad, I bought Sunbum. So that worked. Sunbum's Good. actually awesome. <laughs> yeah. I don't understand why my son sprays sunblock in his face. It drives me crazy. I can't get him to stop no. doing it. Exactly. And here's you. Uh, oh, it's a photo of you posting, you kissing uh, Rex. Yes. Rexy Aww. man. That's a I subliminal like that. message. He'd like his wife to kiss him more. <laughs> That's always fun. <laughs> Here's a picture of a guy lighting a firework and running away from it. And, and using oh, his fireworks. That, yeah, you got to see that. And here's another <laughs> photo of you, uh, your two dogs. All right. So, yeah, check out your favorite. Here's what you do. Here's, here's the morning show assignment. Check out one of your dear friend's Instagram posts. Call them and say, I'm going to analyze your life now. Yeah. And then go to it. <laughs> I think that's great. Yeah, Scary, what's your question? What do you make of it when somebody doesn't post any pictures of themselves? Because I was just trolling David Brody's Instagram, and I realized he never posts anything of himself. It's always of other things. A lot of people do that. That's also the same people Mm -hmm. on Twitter that only leave that egg up. Yeah. Right. Mm. Oh, I don't trust the egg people. They're hiding something. Yeah, they don't want you to know what they look like. Yeah, I don't like that. Don't you think they're hiding behind their posts? Shady. That is shady. I don't know. This is Elvis Duran in the Morning Show. 
Escape to summer with Victoria's Secret. Pack your bags with just-arrived swim, cover-ups, corset tops, and other sexy silhouettes. When the sun goes down, opt for bold and blingy styles like the made-to-be-seen, very sexy push-up bra from the Very Sexy Collection and on-trend hues like Black Shine, Green, and Citron. For a glam statement, you can pair them with your favorite jeans and bring the heat. Because life is better in a bikini, rewind to the future with the VS Archives Swim Collection inspired by Victoria's Secret's classic looks from the 90s and early 2000s. For endless out-of-office options, mix and match with Victoria's Secret's wide range of bikini tops and bottoms that offer you every type of coverage, from full to cheeky to minimal, now in this season's must-have shades and patterns. Add the finishing touch with the limited edition Bombshell Escape Fragrance, a free-spirited take on the iconic Victoria's Secret scent. Dive into the vibrant blend of Juicy Guava, Lush Palms, and Summer Glow Peony. Shop now at your closest Victoria's Secret store or online at victoriassecret.com. Credit scores, down payments, interest rates, car buying can be a numbers game, but you don't have to be a math expert to get the keys to your dream car. Just use Kelly Blue Book My Wallet on AutoTrader. Crunch your numbers and get personalized results so you know exactly how much you'll pay each month for your car. It's like having a magic wand for your wallet. Abracadabra! The car you've been waiting for is now within reach. So hit the road and leave your calculator at home. Auto Trader. Toenina. That's water is life in Dine Bazad, the Navajo language. We're sharing this Navajo phrase on behalf of St. Bonaventure Indian Mission and School and the thousands of poor Navajo families. They do what they can to survive the spring and summer months with as little as seven gallons of water a day. By comparison, most other American families use more than 300 gallons per day. That's a big difference. So visit their website. Make your donation today, stbonaventuremission.org. The families served by the St. Bonaventure Water Delivery Program are among the nearly 33% of all households on the Navajo Nation with absolutely no running water. These are among the poorest families anywhere in the United States. Please be generous. Donate today, stbonaventuremission.org. Your donation will be well received. Water is life. Make your donation for life-saving water today at stbonaventuremission.org. Are we even on? Are our microphones turned on? Elvis Duran in the Morning Show. Okay, what movie did your parents let you watch? In hindsight, you really do believe you were too young to watch that movie. Oh. I mean, scary movies. Oh. Mine's, oh. A, mine's a timeless classic. Everyone's heard of Jaws. I mean, oh, yeah. I should not have watched Jaws. I should not have seen this movie, and I, I couldn't swim. I couldn't swim in swimming pools. Oh, my gosh. I, st- I still get scared in swimming pools. I'm afraid a shark is going to eat my leg off. Oh, yeah. my goodness. Because of Jaws. What See, about you? Mine wasn't a, a movie. Mine was that two-part Little House on the Prairie where right. the girl got raped by the clown. Yeah. And I watched part one. It scared the bejesus out of me. And they're like, yeah, let Danielle watch part two. It's no big deal. What about you, Gandhi? Oh, my God. I have so many. But... My dad took me to see a movie uh, when I was in, like, first, maybe second grade. Schindler's List. Ugh. That one really, really messed me up for a long time. Yeah, that's you were way too young for that. Yeah. He said it was a history lesson. Well, and it was, like, and oh, it was though. But... And then the other one was a movie called Kids. That one my parents did not allow me to see. My sister rented it and snuck it into the house. We watched it overnight. And when it was over, she looked at me and said, I'm so sorry. I feel like I might have just ruined your life. Ugh. Like, yeah, it's terrifying. <gasps> it's basically at the end of it. Everyone has AIDS. It's it's very scary movie. You know, 
you need to be of appropriate age to see some of these movies. There I go. Yeah. I, I said it. <laughs> and I don't know. You know, I, we were talking about this last night. Alex had one, like, The People Who Live Under the Stairs or something oh, like that. Oh, yeah, that was a scary oh. movie. I'd never seen it, so he pulled up the trailer online. I'm like, oh, yeah. my God, yeah. I, I could never watch that if I was a kid, no. eight years old. What about Aww. Children of the Corn? I watched that oh, when I was young. Children of the Corn. And that, just the music. We have Children of the Corn music. Oh, scary. scary music. I still haven't seen it. No? no, I'm oh, such that, a chicken about movies. I think these reasons, one. these are why. Wow. Both of those movies, Schindler's List and Kids, are important movies to see, just not when you're like seven, eight years old. You shouldn't watch those. Here we go. You ready, Danielle? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. The children of the corn music. That's this, freaky one. Little kids sing. <laughs> and I like scary movies. Come on. Can we turn off, turn off the light? <laughs> Can we turn off the light? Come on straight, Nate. That reminds me of you singing the Christmas carols. <laughs> okay, all the lights are off. Okay, ready? Okay, it's really spooky here in the studio. Here we go. That's freaky. Are you freaky? And it's so freaky. <laughs> oh my gosh, Scotty! Scotty, be scared. I didn't know you were coming in, you jerk. What's up, Scotty? Mine was Child's Play. Remember that? Yeah. I, I had to get rid of my My Buddy doll after that. I never... <laughs> My buddy looked at that thing again. <laughs> I like scary. it with the lights off like this. This is spooky. Yeah, actually, I like this feeling. Froggy, any movies you're too young yes. to watch? I watched Nightmare on Elm Street with Freddy Krueger, and the premise of the movie was he was the dream weaver. So if you fell asleep, he would get in your dreams and kill you. Yeah. So I went a week and did not sleep. Wow. I was Damn. so afraid to fall asleep and have a dream. Good morning, My Amy. You should never let me watch that. How you doing? <laughs> Good, good morning. See, you sound too chipper. Yeah. <laughs> you're, t- you're too chipper for this conversation. Now, didn't you see a movie I'm and you were too young? You were too young. What, 10 years old? What what movie did you see at 10? I saw The Shining. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. With yeah. my Johnny. seven-year-old sister. And I'm going to be 15 and I'm still not over it. I still can't watch that <laughs> movie. Yeah, With The Shining. The Shining is the just that, it's that, yeah. that classically, fantastically done Yeah. M- scary movie about that big old hotel with a little girl standing at the end of the hallway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, and all the blood and they walk and the little boy walks around with his finger and he goes, Get up, get up. That's, da- that's Damien, right? Damien? No. No, no, that's oh, Exorcist. that's the omen. No, oh, that's, that's it, the oh, little boy. The omen. Maybe, I don't remember his name, but. You, you need to get your haunted kids. Oh, sorry, my haunted kids. <laughs> get your haunted kids straight. Yeah, I'm with you, though. The, the Shining, do we agree? The Shining? Kind yeah. of scary? Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I'm with you. All right, Amy, we got to turn the lights back on. I'm getting scared. I like it like this. Someone just sent a text in. They said Scooby-Doo actually scared them. <laughs> Wasn't for you meddling kids. I know. You know what? If you think about it, if you're too young, Scooby-Doo can be kind of frightening. Yeah. Uh, what's that, uh, Straight Nate? I had the reverse. My parents heavily censored movies when I was a child. Right. And the movies they did let me watch, they would send me out of the room at inappropriate parts. To the point where when I saw these movies later on in life, there was whole sections that I didn't even remember seeing because they would send me out of the room. Well, that's silly. Yeah, I know. And, like, I didn't even watch, like, Friday the 13th until I was, like, in my 20s because nope. they wouldn't let me see these movies. So, Nate, they would be sitting there watching Friday the 13th, and they would say, Nathaniel, you need to go to your room. Yeah, so I saw, like, Until we four, come get you. Yeah, I saw, like, four minutes of Friday the 13th because all of my, I wanted to be able to say I saw it to my friends. <laughs> so I did technically see some of you it. You saw the happy part. <laughs> yeah. I mean, no, what would they say to you? Uh, they'd say, okay, they would pause it and say, okay, kids, like... Me and my brothers leave the room, and then they would watch, and then they would you would hear from the other room. Okay, you could come in now, <laughs> and then we would continue on with the movie. When they 
watch oh. the scary wow. or inappropriate parts wow. themselves. Wow. You never mm. sat on the steps? Like, I would sneak and sit on the steps. No. No, we didn't have steps. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. We were so poor, we had no steps. <laughs> we, had, we had no steps. Sorry. We had, to, we had to use a vine to swing <laughs> swing off the top floor into the jungle living room below. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Oh, look at all these calls. Hello, Jimmy. Hey, what's up, Elvis? Jimmy, uh, you were 10 years old, and you watched what? Your parents let you watch what? If I look back at it now, I should not have watched that movie, Porky's. <laughs> oh, your parents let you watch that? At 10? <laughs> at 10? Uh, you know what? I, I don't think she knew I watched it, but I ended up watching it. And oh. to this day, I cannot look through a people. Yeah, <laughs> I know it hurts. It hurts to look through a people. You're, you're a creep. I love you. Uh, thank you, Jimmy. Hello, Zena. Hi, good morning. Good morning. Your third grade teacher, actually. Yes I'm, a, yes, I'm a third grade teacher at Harriet Tubman Charter School. Every Monday, we talk about what we did over the weekend. And every Monday, for sure, these kids always knock my socks off by saying, oh, you know, I watched It. We watch American Horror Story. Uh, we watch Annabelle. And I'm a 31-year-old third grade teacher, and I still can't watch those kinds of movies. Oh, man. Yeah, 10 years old. Or no. third third grade. How old would they be? That- Third grade is eight and nine, nine, years old. nine years old. I don't want Definitely. to be up We're all in night. Time. He's in my bed exactly. all night. Hey, Zena, thanks, exactly. thanks for being a cool teacher. No way. <laughs> thank, thank you, and hello, ladies. Hello. Thank you. Text message, America's Most Wanted. Every Saturday, it was routine. We, <laughs> we locked the yeah. doors and put the house alarm on <laughs> and, and watch America's Most Wanted. <laughs> That's hilarious. And finally, we go talk to uh, Cheryl. Hi, Cheryl. Good morning. Good morning. morning. So your father-in-law allowed your two-year-old to watch what? Uh, Attack of the Killer Clown. Oh, Oh my gosh. (laughs) And he's 21 now, and he is still deathly afraid of clowns. Of course. (laughs) Are you kidding me? That's crazy. Clowns are supposed to be happy, happy people. No. We've turned clowns into murderers. Yes. Yes. And rapists. Your poor kid. Jeez. All right, Cheryl. You tell your... uh, Tell uh, what he's twenty one now. Yeah, you tell him we said, "Hey, oh, man, what's what's up?" I will, and have a good day. All right, you too. thanks a lot. <laughs> I'm so blind; I can't see the screen anymore. I think it's the lights. I'll turn Should we on. turn okay. the lights back on? I don't know. I'm kind of I'm kind of digging the the room with the lights off. The Mercedes Benz Interview Lounge. Moraka is a good friend of the show. Everyone, we will announce a date. Get set for Elvis on CBS Sunday morning. Yes. Yes. Hold on, you haven't done the interview. What if the interview just falls flat and it's just crap and there's nothing to use? We'll fix it in post. <laughs> <laughs> The brilliant EQE SUV from Mercedes-Benz with available digital light technology. It's so smart, even the headlamps are thinking. The vehicle is all electric. The feeling is all Mercedes. Learn more at mbusa.com slash EQE SUV. Elvis Duran and the Morning Show. Elvis Duran and the Morning Show. Uh, oh, question. What did you believe as a kid that you're embarrassed to admit? Mine was if you started digging, you would find your way uh, in China. <laughs> No. It's true. I think China's that's true. Like, you know, well, they say if you keep digging, you will end up in China. And that, yeah. that's how my dad got me to stop digging holes in the backyard. He said, you're going to end up in China, and we're not going to be able to get you back. And I believed it. <laughs> Anyone else have any stupid things? Hmm. I used to think that. I used to think. Yeah, the gum tree. Remember the gum tree? What's my that? mom used to say, if you swallow gum, you're going to grow a gum tree in your stomach. I'm like, but no. That is, that is true, though. Stupid. That is No. It is true. Yeah. So was it that our parents were liars and had to tell us these 
crazy stories to keep us from irritating them. <laughs> or like this, this person says, my dad told me if I ever kissed a boy, my lips would fall off. <laughs> really? <laughs> Well, no, that that was just your dad and your his daughter, and he doesn't want you kissing boys. That's what that's about. I mean, come on. <laughs> my brother and sister used to tell me I was adopted by a family from Kansas. Then I got my mom so upset at me, she told me she's going to send me back to my actual family. So, like a sissy, I started crying. <laughs> I, that's not that doesn't mean you're a sissy. That means you're upset. Your mom's going to send you back to your old family. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> I thought if you broke the glass on a TV screen, the people on the TV would fall out of the TV into whatever room in the house you were in. <laughs> That'd be awesome. That's awesome. I love it. Best. All right. Who's on line 12? Oh, I'm sorry. Let's go to Gandhi. Yes, Gandhi. What did you believe as a kid? So when I was younger, I believed all kinds of nonsense, but my dad told me that there was a thing that lived under my bed called the butt bite And if I ever slept with my back to anything but a wall, this thing would come out and bite my butt. Also, if I ever got out of my bed for even a second in the middle of the night, it would bite off my feet. <laughs> well, see, that sounds kind of scary. I mean, that's a yeah. frightening thing. It is. And I think he got joy. Yeah. Out of knowing that I was terrified all the time in the middle of the night. Yeah, what's scary? My grandmother told me that if I ate too much raw spaghetti, that worms would grow in my stomach. Ew. And, and I believed her, huh. so I stopped. That was her way of stopping me from eating raw spaghetti How out of the package. How do we know this isn't true? Yeah. Mm, I know, we don't. I did. Line 12 <laughs> is Susan. Uh, this is a popular one. Susan, a lot of people thought this. Tell everyone what you thought as a kid, Susan. So we used to go on these Vokes marches in Germany. My dad was military, and we would drive in these country towns. And my parents used to tell me that, look, the brown cows make your chocolate milk, and the white cows make your white milk. Yep. <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah that's that right. But Gandhi yeah, used to tell kids, would you tell kids, other kids when you were a kid, Gandhi? Uh, I always used to tell people I had to drink chocolate milk to keep my skin brown. I think they believed it. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Parents wow. are evil, I guess. Well, I know. See, that's not as bad. That's not as bad as telling your kid that there's a monster under your bed that's going to eat your feet off if you try to get out of bed to go pee in the middle Let's of the night. See, it's like, wow. Yeah, thanks, Dad. That, that makes sense <laughs> to me. Because as a kid, I remember I never stayed in bed, and my mom would yell at me and be like, you're always out of bed. You never stay in bed. So in order to keep you in bed, maybe that's what he had to do. It's a monster that's going to eat your feet off, Danielle. That is not a good thing. I'm sorry. I'm not a parent. Who am I? I'm not a fan of that at all. Yeah, I'm not a fan of that either, Susan. All right, Susan, thank you. Have a beautiful day. Thanks for listening to us. Um, Shannon, line 24. Oh, yeah, this isn't bad. Shannon, how's it going? What did you believe as a kid? All right. So uh, when I was in kindergarten, my favorite thing was pepperoni pizza. Okay. So, uh, you know, mm-hmm. one day I was inquisitive and that, you know, asked, well, where does pepperoni come from? Uh, no. So my, my father decided to tell me, uh, you know, it comes from the pepperoni trees. Um, so they, uh, you know, that's bad enough, but they decided to take it one step further and actually allowed me to uh, bury a stick of pepperoni in our backyard. And I, I diligently watered that thing every day for like a solid month before they let me nice. in on the joke. Oh, no. <laughs> That's awesome. Okay. Here's my question. Was it out of fun or did he just didn't want to tell you the process in which pepperoni is truly made? I mean, it is, it's kind of a gross process if you think about it. 
Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I don't know. It certainly, it certainly is. But no, I think it's just for the fun of it. I mean, we, we laugh about it now. And I mean, he's really going to find it funny that I was on Elvis Duran talking about it. So <laughs> I'm going to find a recording of this yeah. later and play it for him. <laughs> I love that, Shannon. Thank you. You tell your dad we said thank you for the story, okay? I love hey, it. Yeah, you it's guys cool. are great. Can I get a T-shirt? Uh, I think we're out of shirts. What do we have? We, we have, have the morning show scrubs in stock right now from Hackensack well, Meridian. Yeah, I don't know that if we have. Let me, awesome. I'm telling you what, let me throw you over to Nate because he he's a keeper of the scrubs. Hold on one second, okay? Uh, yes, Froggy. I always thought when I was a kid that when you turned on the radio station, that the bands with the music playing, they were at the radio station playing I the songs. Too. I always I thought too. that. Uh, used to drive by KLIF in downtown Dallas, and they were in, in a huge building. And I would be, we'd be listening as we were driving by. This is like my first memory and fascination with radio. I knew that they were all in there. Like, okay, that band's done. All right, the Beatles just sang. Okay, the Beatles have to get out. Bring in Chicago. You know, some old group. Here comes Elton John. If you can get the Beatles out of here, Elton John has to do the next song. I did. I thought that. I used to, be- I used to believe it too. What's up, Danielle? I always saw when you called a radio station and requested a song, they actually played it. Oh, oops. Well, they had to call him and get him to come back to the station to sing the song. That's why it took time. <laughs> yeah, I was like, course. please don't request Elton John. He's on a break. Uh, yeah, Gandhi. My mom told me that they actually found me in a dumpster and that I was adopted from <laughs> monkeys. That monkeys threw me in a dumpster hey, and I moved in with my family. So when we went to the zoo one time, my mom and I were looking at the monkeys and one of them the started slamming show. on the glass and she said oh no your monkey mommy wants you back and i had a heart attack she said i started screaming and crying Gandhi, and okay let me ask you a question how did you not grow up to be a mass murderer because your mother and dad fed your head with the most awful awful scenarios i don't know I think it explains a lot about me, but she did say she never felt like a worse mother ever in her life than when she said that. And all the people around her were like, oh, my God, you're horrible. (laughs) The monkey mommy is coming back to get you. No wonder you're a little twisted. Uh, But in a good way, maybe we should thank your parents for making you so twisted. Uh, Line 23 is Anne Marie. Oh, what is this? Anne Marie, what did what did what lies did they feed your head as a kid? Hey, how are you? Um, we're doing well. When we were when we were younger, my dad would uh, told us that uh, if we touched uh, baby birds, we would get this disease called chickenosis. And so <laughs> we stopped touching the birds. And just recently, my brother, who is uh, an owner of his own architectural firm, is sitting with his board members, and they're talking about birds. And he starts telling them that you can't touch the baby birds, or you'll get chickenosis. And they all had a great laugh, and he realized halfway through that there was no such thing as chickenosis. So oh, no. Leave it this <laughs> well, here's the thing. as you can imagine. <laughs> but, I can imagine. But baby birds do have, you know, sometimes they have little diseases. You don't want your kids, like, touching birds and licking their fingers. And so, okay, in a way, I see how that lie made some sense. <laughs> A little bit. All right, Anne-Marie, thank you. Thank you so much. No uh, Megan, right. on line 15. Um, Oh, this is a good one because you know the big the big question that I would never want to answer for my child if I ever had, ever had one is where do babies come from? I would never want to go down this road. Uh, so, Megan, what happened to you when you were a kid? Well, I think I was just a little too logical, um, but I thought babies came from the Babies R Us store. Oh, yeah. it's in the name. <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah. It's written I on the mean, sign. Toy, toys R Us is where you got the toys, so therefore, babies came from Babies R Us. 
it makes all the sense in the world. You would think they got a little factory going in there. But, yeah. All right. Exactly. See, so you did. You started your life out being very sensible. I get it. So you, um, apparently you're still mm-hmm. as sensible as you were then, I'm sure, right? Oh, absolutely. My mom will tell you stories for days. I also didn't know how an ATM worked, so I would always want something as a child. And she would say, we don't have the money. And I said, go to the machine. The machine gives you money. I don't there know the is. finer points that you need money in the account. <laughs> no, it's just a machine. It's a money machine. It's all it is. All right. Thank you, Megan. I'm going to run down to the ATM today and grab me some free money. Uh, Hillary on line 21. Oh, see. Now, Hillary, is this something you thought up in your mind or your parents told you this? Um, so I think it started off as a joke. But then my mind, I was probably five or six, and my mind literally just went running for it, and it lasted for years. What did you believe? So my dad told me he had two bug bites on his neck one summer. And I was like, Dad, what happened? And he said, I got bit by a vampire. And I (laughs) thought for sure that he had been bit by a vampire, and that then that vampire lived in my closet. Every night um, before I went to bed, I had this big piggy bank full of coins that was heavy, and I would push it in front of my closet door and then run and jump in my bed and sleep with the covers over my head because I thought the vampire couldn't get out of my closet with the piggy bank and with my head under the covers, it couldn't get me. So let me ask you this, and you can be honest. Do you still to this day, Hillary, have a little bit of a fright of closets knowing that there's a vampire in there? A little bit? Oh. I'm a terrible sleeper. I don't think I ever became a good sleeper for my whole life because of this, like, side joke that my dad thought was funny. Yeah, see, scarred for life. Count Dracula's <laughs> living in your friggin' closet. This is serious oh, no. stuff, people. All right, Hillary, thank you. Thanks for listening to us. See, have, and have a great day. That's the thing, you know what? They, they think they're being funny with these little stories, and they don't know that they're messing us up and scarring us for the rest of our lives. <laughs> Forever. Oh, my God. I thought when my dad's new job said they gave paid vacation, they would pay for our vacation to Disney World. No, no, no. <laughs> oh, um, I told my niece that if I touched her belly button, uh, her butt would fall off. And she believed me. Uh, my mom said Fig Newtons were made with fly eggs. <laughs> they did. Have that little, they taste like ants. Yeah. When my friend's son, Danny, would misbehave, he would threaten to take him back to the Danny store and get a new Danny. Look at this. This has got to be psychologically damaging. What's up, Frog? That's scary. Someone said that they believe that if you stuck your tongue out at people, the tongue grabber would come and grab your tongue and stretch it out like they do in the cartoons. Oh. Why not? That'd be scary. (laughs) Yes, Ms. Gandhi. Our lovely producer in Philadelphia, Smiling Steven, said he thought you had to respond to Dora through the TV. So one time he decided not to respond and the evil fox stole her bag. So he was convinced it was his fault and he would never not respond to Dora again. And there you have it. We believe it. You know what? It's it's like you have a nightmare and you wake up and you know it's not real, but part of you does sort of think it could be a little real. 
Escape to summer with Victoria's Secret. Pack your bags with just-arrived swim, cover-ups, corset tops, and other sexy silhouettes. When the sun goes down, opt for bold and blingy styles like the made-to-be-seen, very sexy push-up bra from the Very Sexy Collection and on-trend hues like Black Shine, Green, and Citron. For a glam statement, you can pair them with your favorite jeans and bring the heat. Because life is better in a bikini, rewind to the future with the VS Archives Swim Collection inspired by Victoria's Secret's classic looks from the 90s and early 2000s. For endless out-of-office options, mix and match with Victoria's Secret's wide range of bikini tops and bottoms that offer you every type of coverage, from full to cheeky to minimal, now in this season's must-have shades and patterns. Add the finishing touch with the limited edition Bombshell Escape Fragrance, a free-spirited take on the iconic Victoria's Secret scent. Dive into the vibrant blend of Juicy Guava, Lush Palms, and Summer Glow Peony. Shop now at your closest Victoria's Secret store or online at victoriassecret.com. Look around. What do you see? Cars. Lots of them. You're right. And guess what? They're probably on Auto Trader. Whether you're into timeless classics or the latest trends. Did somebody say solar-powered, eco-friendly, vegan, leather-wrapped, aromatherapy-scented, disco-ball-equipped, self-driving car? If you see it on the road, you'll likely find it on Auto Trader. Big cars, small cars, blue cars, new cars, electric cars, and one day, maybe even flying cars. With millions of options to choose from, buying a car becomes a whole lot easier. See it, find it, Auto Trader. Toe Nina, that's water is life in Dine Bazad, the Navajo language. We're sharing this Navajo phrase on behalf of St. Bonaventure Indian Mission and School and the thousands of poor Navajo families. They do what they can to survive the spring and summer months with as little as seven gallons of water a day. By comparison, most other American families use more than 300 gallons per day. That's a big difference. So visit their website. Make your donation today, stbonaventuremission.org. The families served by the St. Bonaventure Water Delivery Program are among the nearly 33% of all households on the Navajo Nation with absolutely no running water. These are among the poorest families anywhere in the United States. Please be generous. Donate today, stbonaventuremission.org. Your donation will be well received. Water is life. Make your donation for life-saving water today at stbonaventuremission.org. Duran phone tab. Danielle has the phone tab. Yes. Today. All right, Danielle, what's it all about? So Marissa emailed and said that there are rumors going around that her good friend Dawn made out with the boyfriend of a girl in another sorority. Who is Dawn? Dawn. D A W N. She's Dawn. Dawn. So the rumors are not true, but the rumors are really pissing Dawn off. So she thought, you know what? Give her a call as the girlfriend telling her to back the truck up. All right, let's see what happens with Dawn. <laughs> and the Danielle phone tap. Here we go. Hello? Yeah, is this Dawn? Okay. Who is this? Yeah, you know who this is. Stay away from my boyfriend, oh all right? Oh, my God. <laughs> Why do you think it's so funny? It's not funny. <laughs> I can't believe you're calling me. <laughs> How many guys are there in other fraternities you really, like, have to go after my boyfriend? <laughs> Yeah, and I could get anyone that I choose. Trust me, I am not interested in making out with your boyfriend. Yeah, but you did make out with my boyfriend. I did not make out with your boyfriend. I'm so sick of hearing this. I'm not. I would never stoop that low. Yeah, whatever. Okay? You do stoop that low. Oh my god, You're- I could get whatever guy I wanted. Okay, and little Rob. 
He looks like a clown. Excuse me, but Vika told me that she saw you making out with him, and I believe Vika over your stupid well, ass. Well, maybe your girl Vika you should be talking to, okay? Why do you think people are trying to spread rumors about me in the first place? Because they're haters. Because they hate on me. Because everybody wants to be me. You probably want to be me. Maybe you need to call your girl. Like, yeah, like Kappa Lou, whatever the your sorority is. Yeah, no, Alpha Stinky Pie is the one that you belong to. What, bitch? What? What else do you want to talk about, huh? This is so stupid. Why do you stick your skanky self into his face? I am not sucking face with anything that your donkey lips have touched. Donkey lips? Yeah, donkey lips. Have you ever seen me even shoot a glance at your boy, okay? All right, you know, Nika doesn't lie. She told me that you were making out with him. She said she saw his tongue action and everything. Anything. Her glasses frames are like four inches thick. She's blind. Okay, can't you get a guy on your own that you need to suck face with mommy? Yeah, I got guys sliding up my door. Okay? Yeah, right. You, mm. had a, you would know. I don't believe that one. Everybody hates you. You have no idea what, what people talk about you, girl. By the way, I heard rumor that you kissed like a fish. What? Like you slobber. Like, you know those wet kisses? Like... And you slobber all over? Oh, Robert probably told you that, right? Yeah, he was telling me what a great kiss I am. He was like, oh, girl, I totally wish you could be my girlfriend. Sort of my dumbass Alyssa girlfriend. She sucks. Yeah, he also f***ed me. Did you know that, too? Hmm? You know, you're not getting me upset if that's what you're trying what? to do. Are you guys going to break up anytime soon? Why, do you want him? I do. I totally want him. Oh, my God. Do you really think I want to your little boyfriend. I know you'd want to. With those slobbery lips, those fish lips. Oh my god! Yeah. You are so stupid! You just got phone tapped. What? This is Danielle Monero from Elvis Duran in the Morning Show. And uh, Marissa, are you there? I'm here. Marissa? <laughs> what? Are you kidding me? Yeah. <laughs> that was awesome. <laughs> The Elvis Duran phone tap. This phone tap was pre-recorded with permission granted by all participants. The Elvis Duran phone tap, only on Elvis Duran in the Morning Show. Okay, I have something. Yes, what is that? What was that? Oh, the dating. Dating. First date horror stories. Gandhi, tell that story because it, <laughs> it may hit a nerve with a lot of people. <laughs> I went out on a date with a guy. We went to a park, and uh, not too long into the day, he started acting a little goofy. So I was like, what is going on with you? And he said, not going to lie, I just ate a bunch of acid, so you got about 20 minutes before it gets weird. <laughs> I was like, okay, okay, <laughs> oh bye-bye. <laughs> I appreciate the honesty. Did you, did you head out? No, I was like, you know what? I'm going to head home. You should probably enjoy this park by yourself with all your acid. I don't know what I'm going to contribute. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Weird. This, this is one of those conversations that always comes back on our show. Yeah. But you read something about a woman and a guy on a date and his mm-hmm. dog fell in the river. Yes. She met him on Tinder. She said she liked him because his dog was in his profile picture. So she thought he might be a great guy. They go on a walk. The dog jumps into a river and she had to jump into the river to save the dog while he stood on the banks useless, giving no advice and then said he was just too terrified and froze. He didn't know what to do. So she said that was the end of our dating. We only went on one and never again. (laughs) First and last. (laughs) It all ended there. First dates later. Yeah, I spilled a a glass of red wine all over this guy's shirt, a white, crisp, white button-down shirt. Oh. And, we, and we had to go to a party after that. He had no, no, 
clothes to change to. I just kind of ruined his night. Never heard from him again. Oh, no. (laughs) No, no, no. His loss. Yeah, Froggy. This woman I used to work with in uh, South Florida, she worked at a TV station there. She was on a first date with a guy, and he got up and went to the bathroom, and he was gone for a while. And he came back, and he was like kind of like out of breath and whatnot. And she's like, everything okay? He's like, I got to be honest with you. I had to go to the bathroom and take care of myself because I'm so turned on by you right now. She's like, okay, on that note, I'm leaving. Oh, my gosh. And I hope you washed your hands. Dipped. See you later. Bye-bye. Did he really think that was going to make her want him? (laughs) He must have thought that somehow this is going to make things go better. Mm -hmm. All right. Mm -hmm. Top all of those. Pile on uh, this text. I vomited spaghetti all over my date's bed after drinking a bottle of Sambuca on our first date. Oh. <laughs> okay, first of yep. all, if you can drink a bottle of Sambuca in one night, <laughs> you need to vomit up that spaghetti. You don't want to exactly. keep that in there. Oh, man. No. Oh, my God. Sick. Anyway, a lot of calls coming in. Let's go to 12. Line 12 is Kristen. Hey, Kristen. Hi there. May I tell you it's an honor to have you on? Thank God you're listening. We appreciate it very much. Thank you. Likewise, I've missed now, you guys. Well, uh, you missed us. Where have you been? I haven't been tra- I haven't been driving to work, so I don't get to hear you very often in the morning anymore. And I need to get um, better about listening to iHeartRadio. I suppose. Oh, I love that. Yeah, a lot of people assume we only live in their cars. <laughs> right. No, we're creepy. We follow you in every room of the house. <laughs> yes, we do. So, Kristen, dating. You know, being out in the dating scene, I, I don't miss it at all. Especially those, you know, the, the the dates that were just just embarrassing. You, you had one. What happened to you? Uh, so a guy invited me to go to a concert, but he didn't have a ticket for me. So he ended up buying me one for behind the stage while he sat front row at the Fish concert. Oh, shut <laughs> up. oh come on, man! Oh really? That's a keeper right there. Wow. I mean, it just it amazes it amazes me that we we share the same oxygen as people who walk the earth and do things like that. So, how did the rest of the date go, or did you just leave? Well, I, I didn't want to leave the concert. I, I snuck around and found some friends of mine and, and ended up sitting with them. But uh, yeah, we we didn't go out again after yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. No, that's that's a no brainer. Yeah. Anyway, th- well, sometimes you know. Uh, it takes a while to figure out they're not the one for you. So maybe it's better you find out, like, the first night. Okay, bye. Right. <laughs> I can move on. Thank you, Kristen, and have a great day, okay? Thanks for listening to us again. Thanks again. Bye-bye. Uh, bye-bye. Leslie on line 11. Oh, God. The, the, you hear more and more of this happening to people. Hey, Leslie, first of all, nice to meet you. Welcome to the show. Hello, lady. Hello, lady. Hello, lady. Oh, I'm so excited. Um, Me too. So what happened on your date? So we went on a date. It was great, whatever. But I didn't see it going any farther than that. And after, you know, like a week or so, like, he starts, like, asking me on Venmo to send him money. And I was, like, confused. Why do you, like, why do you need money? So he can eat. But he's also at work. So that made it even more confusing why he needed money when he was working. What, 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 he's trying to get you to pay him back for a date or what? something? No, he just wanted me to send him some money so he oh, could, goodbye. you know, get a bite to eat at work. All right. Nope. Wow. Well, I mean, look, look, I'm all for people who need to eat. You know, I'm, I'm on their side. I, we all love eating. It's great. Yeah. But to go on to Venmo someone who you've been on one date with asking for money. 
Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, can't you like ask your mother? He goes, I don't want to bother her. (laughs) (laughs) But he didn't bother bothering you. Again, aren't you happy you found out early, Leslie, that he just wasn't the one for you? Yes. I did actually send him like $6 once. I was like, here, I'll be generous for the day. Here you go. But then I thought it'd be stopped. Nope. He just kept asking. No, no. Once you feed that stray animal, they come back every single time. All right, Leslie, thank you for listening, and, and I'm sure I'm sure you've moved on and you haven't heard from him of late, right? Uh, yeah, we still talk every now and then, but I just try to avoid the whole, yeah, like, goodbye. money thing. <laughs> goodbye. <laughs> All right, Leslie, thank you. Have a great day, okay? You too, thanks. Uh, line 16, Ron. Hey, Ron. Hey. Thanks for listening very much. Yeah. So you went out on a date, went back to yeah, her I... house, and what happened? Well, uh, we went and rented a movie, and I went back to her house. I had a personal ad out, and I said I didn't mind mind kids. I mean, I love kids. Mm-hmm. And I walked in the house, and five little ones come running up to me and going, Daddy! It's like, oh. okay. <laughs> well, hello. Wow. Oh, my God, I wheeled right back around and right back out the door. <laughs> <laughs> you took that VHS right back to Blockbuster. Oh. <laughs> no. Oh, daddy, daddy. I mean, and, and there's five of them. You're like, oh, yeah. boy. Yeah. Oh, I wouldn't wow. mind it if she would have said she would have had kids, but when we talked, she never mentioned kids. She already had them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she cut out the middleman. Uh, all right. Thank you, Ron. Have a great day, man. Yep. yep. And finally, Kim oh on line six. Hey Kim. Hey. Hey, Hi. hello, lady. Welcome to the show. Hello, you in a good lady. in a good mood today? You good? I'm in a great mood today. Good. So, so excited. Tell us what happened. So I got asked out on a date. And I was so excited. I said yes, and it was around eight o'clock at night. And I was living in the city at the time. And he said, "Hey, um, I got to make a do something real quick. Drop something off. Do you mind coming with me?" And I said, "No, not at all." So he takes me uptown. He tells me to stand by a light pole. So I stand under a light pole, and he goes and does a drug deal. And I'm standing there for 10 minutes. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Wow. Wow. So he was dating you while he was at work, basically. Oh, my God. I I didn't even know what to do. I was shocked. I was, I, and I was scared. I didn't know what was going on. Well, so, well, what happened after that? Well, he came back, and I was like, well, what was that? And he was like, oh, I just had to drop something off. And he literally went to a car, leaned over in a car. They were talking. Then he went into a building, and I just stood there. And he just played it off like it was nothing, and I didn't know what to do. So we went out to dinner, and then I ghosted him before I even knew ghosting existed. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Go. I mean, did you, even, did you try to find out? Did you ask him to over dinner? Like, hey, so what do you do for a living? <laughs> I mean, or, no, I was scared. I, I'm not even lying. I was like, what? is going on i just it was a bad bad day bad night bad night when someone tells you to here stand under the light the lamppost i'll be back and they put their head into a strange car going by yeah there's something going on at least it was a well-lit area yeah at least i had a light consider (laughs) it yeah there's that all right kim go have a great day thank you for listening to us thank you you too bye-bye bye yeah gandhi what happened to you I got a Venmo request to pay a guy back for a date because we went out to dinner, and at the end, he said, so do you want me to come back up to your apartment? I said, no, I'm good. I'll see you later. And two days later, I got a Venmo request because, and I quote, you were a disappointment. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Well, yeah. you, so you're, you ask yourself, what loser would go on a date and then Venmo the date for their money back? 
His name's Nate. Matt. He's from what South t- Africa. Matt. Matt from, well, there's <laughs> one right here. Nate. Hey, it worked for me. I went Stop it. My first date with Heather. You know, we go out, we have a drink, we have dinner. And then at the end of the night, she needs to get an Uber home and her Uber's not working. So I said, oh, you know, I'll, I'll get this. I'll get your, your an Uber home. And she says, oh, I'll pay you back. Well, a week goes by. She hasn't called me or paid me back. So I Venmo requested her. Huh. <laughs> Are you serious? $25 and you did not. $25. Yes, I did. And she paid it. I'm like, all right. Dude. Uh, that guy sure. just wasn't charming, Gunny. Oh. That was his You know what? Hold on. If, if she told Nate she was going to pay him back and she didn't, then... Thank you, Froggy. But if you well, want to see it go. again, you let it go, nope. you dumbass. Nope, not letting that one go. Sorry. Nope. You're, <laughs> let it go. My, my word is my bond. You set a bad oh. precedent, Nate. You, you you set a good one this time. Thank you very much, what Froggy. A, well, remember what happened with me with the milk dud. <laughs> <laughs> what? I was on a date with some guy, first date, and we. I said, oh, let's split the bill. He's like, no, no, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. No worries. Later on, we were at the movies online waiting to go. And he goes, hey, you remember that money you owe me for the date? You could buy me some milk duds. And I go, what? He's like, yeah, get me some candy at the candy counter. <laughs> he sent my ass over to the candy counter to get him some milk duds. That was the last time we went out. <laughs> like, what a jackass. Milk duds? <laughs> yeah. Who even eats he- milk duds at the movie theater? Who eats milk duds anywhere? Is, is that a thing, milk duds? Froggy likes milk duds. The only thing well, I, I ever do, used... but Elvis found one in his underwear. Oh, well, I did. <laughs> it was right next to the Barbie shoe. Oh, my God. No, but oh the only God. thing we used to use milk duds for, we'd put like put it on your front tooth, and you'd go up to people and smile and start talking to them. <laughs> It'd be like a big right. turd on your tooth. That's oh what milk God. duds are for. You don't eat them. Want to hear all about the weird, wild stories you didn't learn in school? Let my best friend Patty Steele and her podcast, The Backstory with Patty Steele, be your guide. Patty, what are you exploring next? Freaking out your enemy with giant condoms and spy kitties? Not a goofy movie, just schemes by the CIA during the Cold War of the 50s and 60s. The Backstory with Patty Steele. New episodes every Tuesday and Friday. Listen on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. Elvis Duran in the morning show. Uh, Danielle, I'd like to order. I'd like to order breakfast. Oh, <laughs> what do you want? What do you want? That's a great plan. You know, a Taylor ham with egg and cheese on a bagel would be delicious. You know what? Uh, you being in New Jersey, yeah. uh, the rest of the world has no idea what Taylor ham is. You what know is that? that right? Pork, pork. What do they call roll. it? Pork roll. Yeah. I never ever heard of that either. ever. I didn't I moved, know that either. Yeah. Until so, I moved to the East Coast, I'd never heard of pork roll so or they, Taylor ham. They don't it have it everywhere. No. Oh, no. what? <laughs> you know what? This yeah. is so typical of you New Yorkers, and now I'm, yeah. I'm one of you. Uh, you think if it doesn't happen here, it doesn't happen. My I goodness. Mean, I can't believe it. Right. You don't know Seriously. what you've been missing. It's so good. Scary is like the king of explaining something using the same word that you're trying to get explained to you. So I'm like, what is Taylor Ham? And he'd be like, you know, Taylor Ham. It's like Taylor Ham. In like a sense, pork roll, ta- like Taylor Ham. Yeah, I'm Taylor like, I don't know what that is. The brand of pork roll, and it's in an orange box. And it usually is just sold around New Jersey or Pennsylvania. Exactly. And you don't see it anywhere else. But yeah. you, you, seriously, you think it, it, it happens here, it happens everywhere. It doesn't. Well, it, it, you know. New Yorkers, <laughs> New Yorkers are so ego-blasted. You think that this is the only place in the world that exists. I mean, we really, just want the nice things for everyone. You know, we want to uh, share. Taylor ham. Yeah. Taylor ham. So oh. good though. <laughs> what, are you, fried what are you talking about? That's delicious. <laughs> some, people, some people would just stack Taylor ham on a sandwich and put a little ketchup, and that's all they uh, have. Oh, sauce. Oh, that Stop. sounds 
Awful. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, it's funny, you know, depending on where you are from in this country of ours, you have some regional food or whatever that only you know about. Oh, yeah. And you assume everyone knows about it. Like, for, for instance, from uh, Pennsylvania, Scrapple, right? Did you have Scrapple in Erie, Pennsylvania? No, that's, straight a, that's a southeastern PA sort of thing. Not, not northwestern PA where I'm from. Hmm. Right. What is Scrapple? Do I want to know? It's like every part of the pig, you know, just mixed Don't we in. play that game with like little word tiles and stuff? When I moved from Philly <laughs> to New York, I remember, oh, you know, it's going from the big Scrapple to the big apple. I said, no, I'm not. Hey, I'm not. No, <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not. And then, you know, uh, cheese curds mm. from uh, from Wisconsin, oh. whatever, the Midwest. Oh, yeah. I know. But we, we called it fried cheese. They're they so called it cheese curds. Oh, my gosh. And the word curd to me sounds, you know, I don't know. Yeah. It's a very close resemblance of a cheese turd. It's like, no, <laughs> exactly. no. If you're from uh, South Florida, you have your uh, cafecito, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. So good. yeah. Well, what is yeah. that? See, exactly. Little, you don't know. You don't, you don't know what that is. Sounds good, like but what Cuban is it? Co- a Cuban yeah. coffee. Oh, a tiny little those... itty-bitty coffee oh, that yes. if you drink more than one, you're going to be lit. Don't yeah, do your, it. Your Courtney, nipples fly off. Courtney Kardashian <laughs> was obsessed with those for a while. I watched her, or Chloe, and that's I watched why, her drive around trying to get one. I think it was Chloe. That's why she has no nipples. Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah Nate. What? Well, you're totally right, though, Elvis. People from the New York area, when you don't know something... They always say, how do you not know that? Exactly. Yeah. Whereas, like, it's just got here. A cafecito, if you're in South Florida or something, you say, I don't know what that is. Oh, well, let me explain it to you. But up here, it's, how do you not know what a pork exactly. roll is? It's to the point where, like, if I have to tell you what it is, then I don't, you don't need to know. You don't need to know. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I remember the first time we actually flew Scary out of New York. He'd never been out of New York City. Yeah. Ever. Oh, ever. wow. You know we, what? We flew him to... Um, South Beach. We went to Miami, and he wore, he wore his hard-soled shoes on the sand. Oh I did. Yes. I did. Oh, we, my we, God. No, it we, was really, so no, funny. Seriously, Gandhi, we had a pool party. Remember this, Danielle? Yep. We, had a, we had a pool party. He wore these hard-soled shoes he on the a, sand. I'm like, what are you doing? He had he was, his, that that guy. Cool. his sketchers with squared toes. My Doc Martens. Hello. My Doc Martens. That's the first time I ever met Scary. Yeah, we're all standing there in our flip-flops and our little sandals, and here he comes, and we're like, Scary, what are you doing? I want to thank my morning show family, especially Elvis, because over the years, he has taught me how, as a a native New Yorker, to open my mind and just say, look, remind me constantly, New York is not the center of the universe. It's not. It's a great place. We love New York. Don't get me wrong. It's my home now, you know, but remember when we flew him to Iowa for the first time for the Iowa State Fair? Oh, my God. It was like we flew him to another planet. He was taking an alien places. Oh, I know. He's like, okay, so we're at the, the fair, right? And um, we go to the the uh, livestock <laughs> barns. Here's comes scary. Look at the balls on that pig. Oh my god! I didn't know pigs had balls. I'm like, really? <laughs> you need to get out of there. New were York. two goats humping, and Scary and I were videoing the goats humping. Yes. Yeah. Oh yes. my god! Nice. I was in a world all my own, but I got to say, it's a wonderland out there. People should get out and explore, <laughs> discover America. <laughs> Yeah, oh, my story. gosh. Agreed. Anyway, I'm glad we got you out of New York. And now you love traveling. Uh, line three is Maddie. Let's talk to Maddie. Hey, Maddie. Hello. Hello, lady. Hello. Where you, now, where are you from? So, originally, I am from South Carolina. Okay. Um, But I moved to Ohio when I was, like, seven. Mm-hmm. So, like, when we 
like down there, boiled peanuts are like a big thing. Yeah, boiled peanuts, and, absolutely. And then you, then up here, people were like, "What the heck are you eating?" And I'm like, "They're <laughs> boiled peanuts. They're delicious." <laughs> they don't have really? a clue. I know boiled peanuts. Where she's from, those are huh. they're a thing. You see, ever had those, Danielle? No. See, by us, it's the dirty peanuts you get outside Yankee Stadium. Like you know, you make sure you buy like the roasted ones Not with the, the caramel time. on them and all that good stuff. You know, when uh, Gandhi <laughs> first moved to New York, uh, Maddie, she was like, "What are you eating?" What, yeah. what are we eating that day? You're like, what? Are, what Half pa- the pastries. pastries. Yeah. yeah. When pastries come in and you guys start naming them off, like the different Italian cookies and all kinds of things, a lobster claw, I had no lobster idea tails. what that was. Yeah, I lobster said, tail. Okay. I said, you want a lobster tail? She said, why are you eating a lobster for dessert? I said, no, it's yeah. not a real lobster. They call it a lobster Sugary. tail. Oh. <laughs> no I idea. Remember, I when I first moved to New York, they said, come on, Elvis, have some Schwiedel. I mean, what's a Schwiedel? <laughs> what's that? Yeah. What, do you know what that is? No. Do you know what, do you know what that is? Do you know really? what that is? Anyone? No. Tell them yeah. what a sfriadel is. It's an Italian pastry. It looks like a cream <laughs> puff, but it's filled with either... Uh, the the sfriadel has no cream in it. It's actually a lobster tail without cream, actually. It's it a lo- creamless lobster see, tail. It's a creamless he's using lobster, lobster yeah. tail to explain something, and I don't even know what a lobster tail is, so we have <laughs> to go it's, back. It's oh, like a filo, a filo dough-like triangular exactly. pastry. Now, what's, okay. a, what's that mountain of, of dough knots that's covered in honey? It's called... It's like Struf- sticky. Struffula. Strufla. We call oh. them bignoladas <laughs> in Those the are, no, region of Italy. Never heard of it. <laughs> never heard of it. I know. It's like, what the Those hell are big at Christmas time, aren't yes. they? With, yeah. with, with the dotted sprinkles, the yeah. colored sprinkles. Yeah. And all then right, when well, you pick one up, all the honey is gooey and like it's tacky. Not, not my favorite. All right. Well, Maddie, <laughs> I happen to love boiled peanuts as well. And now that you're uh, where do you, you're living in Ohio now, where are you living? <laughs> Um, near, like, two hours away from Columbus, from, like, the border of Ohio and West Virginia. Okay, so this is the Ohio? point. Wherever you move from, you got to bring your favorite stuff like uh, boiled peanuts with you Absolutely. and teach them. Teach them about boiled peanuts. You can start a trend. Yeah, not a lot of people like to try because they're like, well, first of all, they're in this nasty juice. They're slimy. Yeah, they're like, slimy. But they're delicious. Oh, yeah, really? They, they are. All right, thank you, Maddie. Have a beautiful day. Thanks for listening to us. Thanks. I love you guys so much. We Aww. love you, too. And, and it's, 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 it's a pleasure to know that you're listening. Hold, uh, hold on one second. Here comes Nate to flirt with you. Uh, <laughs> Taylor is on line, too. Oh, my God, Taylor, is your last name Ham? <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so my cousin comes to visit from Jersey here in Virginia, and she also was like, Danielle, and was like, there's not Taylor Ham everywhere. And I was like, no. no. It's, a, it's a New Jersey. I mean, I don't even think you can get Taylor Ham in New York. It's really, really you a can't. Jersey thing, right? So, um, Taylor, uh, <laughs> like, okay, you're in Virginia, you said? Yeah, we live uh, we live in Palmyra, Virginia, which is like 30 minutes from Charlottesville, Virginia. Right. Now, what do you have there that we don't get here in New York? Well, uh, I don't – we were thinking about anything regional-specific, and we live, you know, in the south, so we like to have barbecue. But oh, my no. husband is from North Carolina, and anytime we get barbecue anywhere, he's, like, ready to flip the table over – Livid because he's like, this is not real barbecue. Exactly. This is like a I know. You know, because I'm, I'm, I'm the same way. So I, I moved to New York from I'm originally from Dallas, from Texas. So we we have great barbecue there, and we have great Mexican food like Tex-Mex, right? Mm-hmm. And I couldn't find it yeah. anywhere here. And people say, oh God, I went to this Mexican restaurant here in New Jersey. It's great. And I went there and ate it. It was like vomit. I'm like, what? This is not Mexican food. This is vomit on a plate. Yep. 
That's exactly how my husband is. He's like, this is disgusting. Get it out of here. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm with him. I'm with him. All right, Taylor. Look, thanks for listening to us. Have a beautiful day today, okay? Stay safe. Thank you. You too. And then you walk around New York City. Back in the day, you get the dirty water hot dogs, right? Oh, yeah. You, you wouldn't dare eat those anywhere else. For, for some reason, no. they feel very safe here. They're so the good. Cooked red onions and on them. It's even better when the guy who's handling them has dirty hands. Yeah. <laughs> he washes them. Flavor. That's, that's where the dirty water comes yep, from, his yep. hands. I remember when uh, Gandhi first moved to New York, she was like, I just want to. I just want a friggin' chimichanga. Where do I find those? And a chimichanga. <laughs> you have no idea. I was texting people about it. I think I even texted Scary, like, hey, man, where can I get a chimichanga? And all of the Mexican food around us is pretty authentic Mexican food. So they don't sell a chimichanga, which is all I wanted. Found one. It's at a place yeah. like 20 Gandhi, minutes from Gandhi me. called me once and she's like, hey, where do I get hot beef around here? And I'm like, what's yeah. hot beef? <laughs> hot beef. <laughs> she wanted hot beef. Apparently it's a thing. What, yeah, what's hot so- beef? My boyfriend is from Chicago, and they have Italian chipped beef there. Oh, yes. So okay. he wanted to see if New York had anything similar. So we're on a hunt looking for this. Couldn't find it anywhere. Scary, I think, found one place called Hank's. So we ventured into the city to find Hanks it. Hank's is great. Yeah. Hank's Italian sandwiches. Those are great. Uh, Chris is on line four. Brand new listener. Oh, he's listening to us uh, in Erie. This is, you know, hey, Chris. Yes. So Straight Nate, our senior executive producer, is from Erie. He used to work on the same station we're on right now, right? right yeah, now. back in the day. How about that? <laughs> wow. Uh, yeah, I yeah, I'm a brand, brand new listener. Just, uh, just just listening this morning, and I heard an Erie PA reference and that he was from there, and <laughs> I had to call in and relate to the, to the different food items he might know about. Okay, so what are you eating in Erie that we've never heard normal. of here in the Elvis Duran in the morning show. Um, well, Straight Nate hasn't heard of it either when we <laughs> talked at the beginning of the call, but uh, ox roast is uh, fairly big here. Never what? heard of an ox roast. I have no clue what it yeah. is. An ox what? Wait, wait, wait. An ox what? Ox what? An roast? Ox roast sandwiches. What, what is that? It is a, uh, I guess, a distant cousin of roast beef is the best way to describe oh, what really? it looks like and tastes like. <laughs> okay. I don't know what part of the ox it comes from. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. We don't have rump ox roast or any weird, to, you know, to locate what what part of the body it's from. But uh, how does it taste? Do, uh, I'm googling. Like, like it tastes. It, it's it's a less salty, uh, way more flavorful than roast beef. Uh, oh, really? Meat. And okay. you put a uh, horserad. You put horseradish on it. Huh. Well, yeah. it must be great it's, if you have uh, to smother it in horseradish. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh. One of the strongest condiments just to slather it in, you know. <laughs> I love horseradish. All right, you know what, Nate, when's the last time you were in your hometown of Erie, it's Pennsylvania? It's been a while. I mean, I thought I thought Chris was going to talk about pepperoni balls, which, you know. Oh, yeah. Well, that's uh, you guys were talking earlier. That's just something I assumed was everywhere. And uh, my uh, job I'm in now, I travel more. And that's a good point you bring up. I look for pepperoni balls in other areas and they don't have them so that is one something i was like you don't have what like i was a new yorker (laughs) hold on a second they're called pepperoni balls you told us about these one day yeah they're great they're dough balls with pieces of pepperoni i'm so friggin hungry right now (laughs) i love that really (laughs) all right now it's a very simple thing but they're delicious you called us up, Chris. Now you made us all hungry. Damn. Now we're just mad. We're just, Sorry. We're all hangry. <laughs> well, listen, Chris, I'm glad you're listening to us. Thank you. Thank you for giving us a chance. Tell everyone in Erie that we're on. Yes. Yeah. And go have some ox roast today and have a great day. Yeah, you too. Thanks, guys. All right. Take it easy. Uh, what's that, Gandhi? 
It's not even ox. I looked it up because I wanted to see which part of the ox it was. It says it's not ox. It's actually just roast beef that's that's sliced and bra- braised in au jus till it's fall aparty. Okay, that does oh. sound fall familiar. A, fall aparty. Fall aparty. Yes, okay. that's the actual. That good. <laughs> yeah. You, you guys, you've, you've had ox tail, right? No. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Are you crazy? Caribbean? Oh, oh yeah. Caribbean food? Oh, Caribbean, it's so good. Yeah, I love Caribbean food. Oxtail in, in like a yeah. stew. It's great. Oh. It has a little <laughs> little bone in the middle. Yeah. <laughs> it's, a, it's a tail. If you're not ready for it, oh, yeah, you might be surprised. But it's actually not bad at all. It's really good. I know, but you see, the, when I eat oxtail, I keep in mind that the, that tail hung over the anus. <laughs> right. <laughs> Maybe Again, they cleaned extra it. extra flavor. <laughs> you're going to clean that thing. Uh, what's up, Scary? I just realized that here we call the pepperoni ball... Stromboli. No. No, no stromboli is no. not the same thing. That's different, yeah. I think. No, a, a, a pepperoni ball is a ball. Stromboli is like a folded yeah. pastry yeah. pizza oh. thing. So oh. It could be related. Nice try. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> fail. Escape to summer with Victoria's Secret. Pack your bags with just-arrived swim, cover-ups, corset tops, and other sexy silhouettes. When the sun goes down, opt for bold and blingy styles like the made-to-be-seen, very sexy push-up bra from the Very Sexy Collection and on-trend hues like Black Shine, Green, and Citron. For a glam statement, you can pair them with your favorite jeans and bring the heat. Because life is better in a bikini, rewind to the future with the VS Archives Swim Collection inspired by Victoria's Secrets classic looks from the 90s and early 2000s. For endless out-of-office options, mix and match with Victoria's Secrets' wide range of bikini tops and bottoms that offer you every type of coverage, from full to cheeky to minimal, now in this season's must-have shades and patterns. Add the finishing touch with the limited edition Bombshell Escape fragrance. A free-spirited take on the iconic Victoria's Secret scent, dive into the vibrant blend of Juicy Guava, Lush Palms, and Summer Glow Peony. Shop now at your closest Victoria's Secret store or online at victoriassecret.com. Credit scores, down payments, interest rates, car buying can be a numbers game, but you don't have to be a math expert to get the keys to your dream car. Just use Kelly Blue Book My Wallet on AutoTrader. Crunch your numbers and get personalized results so you know exactly how much you'll pay each month for your car. It's like having a magic wand for your wallet. Abracadabra. The car you've been waiting for is now within reach. So hit the road and leave your calculator at home. Auto Trader. Toenina, that's water is life in Dine Bazad, the Navajo language. We're sharing this Navajo phrase on behalf of St. Bonaventure Indian Mission and School and the thousands of poor Navajo families. They do what they can to survive the spring and summer months with as little as seven gallons of water a day. By comparison, most other American families use more than 300 gallons per day. That's a big difference. So visit their website. Make your donation today, stbonaventuremission.org. The families served by the St. Bonaventure Water Delivery Program are among the nearly 33% of all households on the Navajo Nation with absolutely no running water. These are among the poorest families anywhere in the United States. Please be generous. Donate today, stbonaventuremission.org. Your donation will be well received. Water is life. Make your donation for life-saving water today at stbonaventuremission.org.
the Mercedes-Benz Interview Lounge. Paul Russell, what are the challenges of going from zero to 100 in a very short amount of time? I don't have a bi-weekly paycheck coming in. It's like, all right, I'm just going to do this and yeah. hope that it works, but it's been great. So but you're not looking for cash nice. or anything like that? Not looking for cash right now. <laughs> With Mercedes Me Connect, you can start, track, locate, lock, unlock, preheat, or pre-cool your Mercedes-Benz EV, all from your phone. The vehicles are all electric. The feeling is all Mercedes. The choice is all yours. Learn more at mbusa.com slash EQ. Elvis Duran in the Morning Show. You know, we sit in this room. We love each other. We know each other very well, you know. <laughs> we have so many people listening to the show, and we want to get to know the people who are listening to our show as well. I like this. And it just came, came out of nowhere. Where I will ask a listener a question. They will give an answer, and then we'll go around the room. Then, Gandhi, you have to base your next question on the answer they just gave. Okay. Okay. I like this. All right. Okay. This is how we get to know someone. Uh, Larry King, I don't know if you know who he was. He was a great interviewer. And he always said, there's no reason to prep for an interview. Just have one question ready to go. <laughs> and every question you ask for the next hour is based on the answer they just gave you. Okay. That's cool. Very interesting, right? Yeah. All right. And it shows that you're listening. I'm sorry, what'd you say? Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Getting to know you. Getting to know all about. You. Good morning, Bethany. I think you might mean Stephanie. Oh, Stephanie. Oh. <laughs> Good morning, guys. You guys have no idea how long I've waited. I have called you guys thousands of times, and wow. my boyfriend is very doubtful. Like, you're not going to get through, and oh, my God, you just showed him wrong. Well, yeah, yeah. Stephanie, Stephanie, Stephanie. Yes. It's so good to have you, and it's, it's time for us to get to know you. Because you know Yay. what? <clears throat> Getting to know you makes us feel real keen. <laughs> what? All right, Stephanie, uh, I'm going to ask a question, and you give an answer. And all you do is just sit there and let us just fire some questions at you, okay? Okay. All right, Stephanie, uh, you're from Cleveland, by the way, listening to KISS yep. 96.5. Thank you for listening to us. Uh, Stephanie, what do you do for a living? I'm a tattoo artist. Yeah! Oh, yeah! All right, man, there's so many for this one. What is the craziest tattoo you've ever put on someone's body? Um, I actually did a bloody tampon on somebody, and then I also oh uh, tattooed seven wieners on my own leg. Okay. Oh, oh, I wish I had the follow-up to this. Oh. Damn it. Yeah, I wish I, I wish you guys I can send me an email address. I could totally send you a picture of my yes, leaner. Uh, yes, yes, oh, okay, yes. well, and I'll do the same. Yeah. Uh, Froggy, <laughs> Froggy, what is your follow-up for Stephanie? Now, those seven wieners that you tattooed on your leg, did they represent seven different people? No, 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 no. It's just I'm a very weird person, and that's just one of the things that I collect. And my boyfriend saw this picture online. He goes, you need this. And I'm totally agree. I needed this, so I tattooed it on my thigh. Oh my god, I love it. I, by the way, just a little pause in the action. I'm loving Stephanie. <laughs> so okay, so based on that answer, Danielle. Okay, so you said that you are a weird person and you collect things. So what other weird things do you collect? Um, uh, animal uh, bones. Uh, I actually wow. have a raccoon's wiener bone, and I yeah, so I'm just yeah, I do. Hey, by the way, another pause in the action. Diamond, you just redeemed yourself. This is she's fabulous. All right, wiener bones. Uh, uh, oh, Nate, follow okay. Up. Question: Where did you get the raccoon wiener bone? At a tattoo convention. Wow. <laughs> this just gets weirder and weirder. All right, scary, scary follow up on the uh, tattoo, tattoo uh, convention. convention. 
What other types of conventions have you been to? Uh, Comic-Con. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, me love Comic-Con. Very nice. Okay. All right, my turn, mm-hmm. I guess. Yep. God, I wish I could follow up on the wiener bone, but I, I guess I... <laughs> Comic-Con. What is it in your life, Stephanie, that, that ha- in your opinion, that has led you down this pathway to these interesting, unusual, uh, I don't want to say fetishes, but uh, interests and like Comic-Con and, and tattoos, like what's, what's your, in your background made you who you are today? I think it has to do with a little with my grandmother and my mother. My grandmother was a seamstress. My mother took over that. So I learned how to sew, crochet, cross stitch, needlepoint. I can paint. I'm a jack of all trades and I used to draw all the time, color, anything crafty. And it, it I was just meant for this. It was a calling for me. That is so awesome. Yeah. So do your mom and your grandma, who you got all of these wonderful skills from, know about your wiener tattoos? Oh, yes, yes. My mom thinks I'm very weird, but she wouldn't have me any other way. Nah. Wow. You seem pretty awesome. All right, Fred, is your follow-up, Frog? (laughs) You seem to be very open. Is there anything you don't tell your mom? You've told her about the seven wieners. Is there anything you're holding back from your mom that you'd like to share with us? Oh. No, no, I tell my mom everything. Every gruesome little piece of my soul, my mother knows. Oh, wow. wow. Danielle? So, <laughs> do you think you you got this from your mother? Is your mother just as weird as you are? <laughs> uh, she's getting a little more weirder in her old age. I had to bring it out of her. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> All right, the follow-up uh, from uh, Nate. Okay, your mom's weird. If your mom... <laughs> This may be a yes or no question, but I want you to elaborate. If your mom asked for you to tattoo a very private part of her body, would you do it? Oh, yeah. Okay. Wow. Elaborate, please. Elaborate. Does your mom Uh, have any weird tattoos? I am all for body positivity, and if this would make her happy and feel comfortable in her own skin, by all means, I will do whatever it takes to make my mother happy. All right. Do we want to do another loop? I think we should. Yes, uh, yes, yes. On that scary follow-up. So what advice do you have for for people and women about body positivity? Let's take it there. Uh, Probably just make sure you are comfortable with yourself. Don't let anybody tell you otherwise. If you have a boyfriend that says, oh, you shouldn't get this as a tattoo, it wouldn't look right, dump them right there because they don't want to be with you. They want to be with the essence of you. And if they can't accept you for what you have on your body, what you look like, they're not the right person for you. They're supposed to build you up, not break you down. Yeah. Wow. Wow, Stephanie, you are just amazing. You You are (laughs) amazing. All right, so let me follow up on that. Uh, I don't want to get too dark, but if you go dark, that's where we're going. So was there anything in your life, any, any major, major moment in your life that made you go, wait a minute, I get it now. Now that this has happened, I now love myself and treat myself differently. Was that was there a moment that was a turning point in your life? My child giving birth to my eight-year-old, and I did that with no epidural, so I felt every ounce of pain, and he is the one that changed my life around for the best. Aww. All right, Gandhi. That's wonderful. Okay, so what was your life like before your child that you feel like maybe you needed to change? Or if you felt there was a change. <laughs> Everything. <laughs> Everything. I was going down a very destructive path with destructive people. And that surprise just turned me around because all I wanted to be was a mom. And now I get to be a cool mom. He's the coolest kid in school. Wow. Okay. <laughs> your your follow-up, uh, Froggy. 
So with him changing your life the way he has, do you try and steer him to stop from the things that maybe you thought bad paths you were going down that you'll steer him in a better direction? Yes, and I also try to give him other outlooks that he could do, any other way to express his creativity that would be in a healthy way instead of being destructive. Okay. All right, wow. follow up, Danielle. So does your son use you as show and tell and say, hey, look at the penises <laughs> on my mom's leg? <laughs> <laughs> no, we, we tell him not to, to discuss what tattoos I have, but he does. He's my biggest... <laughs> advocate he my mom's tattoo artist she tattoos everybody he's got to tell everybody our life story when Aww. he meets them one second Aww. all right follow okay. up you're a tattoo artist your mom's a tattoo artist has anybody ever come into the tattoo shop and just pointed at the wall and say give me that one and what was it uh i'm not that kind of i i'd like to make and customize the pieces for everybody else so i'm not like here pick this off the wall and i'm going to tattoo on it or someone brings me a picture of a tattoo that's already someone's tattoo i'd rather create it and remake it into my own oh, you know what? okay i'm glad it's my turn now stephanie by the way i'm having so much fun with you thank you for spending time with us um, i'm having so much fun with you guys you have no idea you know what you seem like such uh you seem so well connected to the people you're talking to because obviously you're connecting with us and tens of millions of people right now. <laughs> uh, so if so, if I walked into you, your your uh, your your business, and this is kind of where I am with the tattoo. I'm fifty something years old. I still don't have one. I want one. Oh my goodness! I can't land on the one I want. What kind of psychology? What kind of what kind of conversation do you have with someone to like me to help make me figure out what tattoo I should get? I feel like you should get something that's definitely meaningful to you, not not your significant other's name, because that's always a bad juju for right. relationships. <laughs> yes, ma'am. But get something meaningful that could represent you, your pets, your, your significant other, or a deceased one, something that you won't regret. I got all the tattoos that meant something to me, and now I'm getting the tattoos that don't mean anything. Just wow. make sure that you focus on something that you are going to want to look at for the rest of your life, because once it's there, you can't change that. She wow. could give you a wiener, Elvis. I already have one. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm on Instagram looking at Streeter Tattoo. Is that you? Uh, it's actually Tattoo Slap, Tattoo, T-A-T-T underscore okay, so S-L-A-P. Let's see, let's see, forget I said that. Uh, okay, she just told me uh, one more round because I'm having so much fun. Wow. Uh, she just told me the philosophy of what I should go through in order to choose a tattoo. So pick it up, Scary. Well, Why, give, did I skip your last one? You did. You, I'm sorry. You went ahead of me. That's okay. <laughs> so so give, us a, give us another positive, awesome philosophy of your life that has nothing to do with the tattoo world. Something different. I don't know. I mean, my life is literally tattoos and my child. Wow. You know oh, what? I like your blue hair, by the way. I think we can leave it at Thank that. Thank you. All Love right. It. It's tattoo underscore slap. How did you choose tattoo underscore slap? That sounds fun. Um, well, tattoo, of course, because it tattoos. But my name is Stephanie Lee Ann Persowski, so my initials spell slap. Okay. Oh, oh. Perfect. I love it. You know what, Stephanie? You are so much fun to talk to. You know what? I'm so glad we got to know you today. And I know there's much more. I know that was just the, the surface. Oh, my gosh. she's You're beautiful. Yeah, you look beautiful. Thank you. <laughs> you. You look great in blue. You're you look good. Beautiful. Oh, I love your Coraline one. It's so cute. Thank you. That's my girl, Megan. I love her so much. Okay. Yeah. Again, if you want to check out Stephanie on Instagram, it's tattoo underscore slap.
And you know what? It's been fun getting to know you. You know, we could do this without this dumb song. (laughs) (laughs) Stephanie, have a great day, okay? Thank you so much. I'm so happy. I hope you guys have a great day. Because of you, we now will. Thank you very much. Say say, uh, thank you again to Stephanie Diamond. She's all yours. That was great. Hey, I'm Scotty B. And I'm Andrew. And we do a podcast called Cereal Killers. It sounds exactly like what we do. We review and eat cereals on a podcast. That's not really what it sounds like. It sounds like we kill people. Oh, God. But we eat cereal, and we love it. Find it wherever you get your podcasts. Check it out. That's Cereal Killers with a C. Crunch. Elvis Duran in the Morning Show. Escape to summer with Victoria's Secret. Pack your bags with just-arrived swim, cover-ups, corset tops, and other sexy silhouettes. When the sun goes down, opt for bold and blingy styles like the made-to-be-seen, very sexy push-up bra from the Very Sexy Collection and on-trend hues like Black Shine, Green, and Citron. For a glam statement, you can pair them with your favorite jeans and bring the heat. Because life is better in a bikini, rewind to the future with the VS Archives Swim Collection inspired by Victoria's Secrets classic looks from the 90s and early 2000s. For endless out-of-office options, mix and match with Victoria's Secrets wide range of bikini tops and bottoms that offer you every type of coverage, from full to cheeky to minimal. Now in this season's must-have shades and patterns. Add the finishing touch with the limited edition Bombshell Escape fragrance. A free-spirited take on the iconic Victoria's Secret scent. Dive into the vibrant blend of Juicy Guava, Lush Palms, and Summer Glow Peony. Shop now at your closest Victoria's Secret store or online at victoriassecret.com. Look around. What do you see? Cars. Lots of them. You're right. And guess what? They're probably on Auto Trader. Whether you're into timeless classics or the latest trends. Did somebody say solar-powered, eco-friendly, vegan leather-wrapped, aromatherapy-scented, disco-ball-equipped, self-driving car? If you see it on the road, you'll likely find it on Auto Trader. Big cars, small cars, blue cars, new cars, electric cars, and one day, maybe even flying cars. With millions of options to choose from, buying a car becomes a whole lot easier. See it, find it, Auto Trader. Toenina, that's water is life in Dine Bazad, the Navajo language. We're sharing this Navajo phrase on behalf of St. Bonaventure Indian Mission and School and the thousands of poor Navajo families. They do what they can to survive the spring and summer months with as little as seven gallons of water a day. By comparison, most other American families use more than 300 gallons per day. That's a big difference. So visit their website. Make your donation today, stbonaventuremission.org. The families served by the St. Bonaventure Water Delivery Program are among the nearly 33% of all households on the Navajo Nation with absolutely no running water. These are among the poorest families anywhere in the United States. Please be generous. Donate today, stbonaventuremission.org. Your donation will be well received. Water is life. Make your donation for life-saving water today at stbonaventuremission.org. This is Elvis Duran and the Morning Show. So you know our friend Dina with the pink hair? We love her. Uh, yes. Love her. Uh, not only is she a very dear friend, uh, and uh, what, she's always there for us for hair and makeup when we need We haven't needed it in quite some time, but now, right. you know, lately that's been warming up. You know, she's she came to my apartment the other day, 
She said, let me bring you some gifts. She also has a side hustle that came out during the pandemic. She makes candles. Yeah. These incredible candles. I'm not just saying like, just like, like Goop's vagina candles right. I'm talking about. <laughs> oh, maybe she could have Dina's vagina candle. Maybe. <laughs> anyway, so she had several candles, but one of the candles she gave me, which was my favorite, was called Stolen Hoodie. Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. I'm like, what is this? She's like, you know when you go to a guy's house and you spend the night and you do him, and the next day you steal their hoodie and you leave and take it home with you? Sniff the candle. I sniffed it and went, it smelled it. It, it smelled it. It <laughs> smelled like like a, a guy's hoodie that mm-hmm. had been stolen. Like you could smell a little bit of a cologne in there, but you could also smell some musky smell. Like a, oh, yeah. like a you know, dirty guy like Nate, whatever. Oh. <laughs> Not that dirty. What a brilliant idea. And it got me to thinking about stealing guys' hoodies. Gandhi, yes. in your dating life, have you ever stolen a guy's hoodie? I just, oh, first of all, I have like 10 from my boyfriend, and he called me out for one of them the other day, so I had to bring it back. Right. Yes. They, they call it, if it's like a one-night stand thing and you steal the hoodie, they call that a screw veneer, as you know. <laughs> That's right. I mean, and, uh, I mean, Danielle, do you ever swipe Sheldon's hoodies? Oh, all the time. Take it, and yet sometimes I spray it with his, like cologne and stuff. Because oh, yeah. You, you want to make sure you smell the person. Exactly. The person. So... So I was looking this up. There's actually um, something from a TikTok video I saw. There's many reasons why it's great to steal his hoodie. First of all, it re- when you're sniffing him, it releases serotonin and endorphins. There's a scientific thing going on there. Scientifically, it makes you happy because you're sniffing him, right? Mm-hmm. Secondly, it makes you look good because sometimes his hoodie is a couple of sizes larger than you. So you feel like you're just kind of, you're just in there like rattling around, right? Yeah. Yep. Guys love that too. They like to see uh, they like to see people in their hoodie when it's when it's oversized. There's a sense of security when you're wearing it. You're walking down the street and you can lift that up and sniff it. And you're like, oh, it smells like him. I'm taken. Mm. I'm taken, and this hoodie is protecting me from the evil world outside. Right? Yep. And it smells it smells like you're 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 the the person you stole it from. Guy, girl, doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. It all the we all have our our our, our odors, mm-hmm. good and bad. It's kind of fantastic. Nate. Plus, my favorite part <laughs> of wearing their hoodie is I stole it and I got away with it. That's yep. right. Because we like to steal stuff. Most of the time, they don't get it back. Most of the time, it's yours and that's it. It's Pretty done. much. Yep. Now, and I don't feel sorry for you. If you have a hoodie that was stolen, too bad. Go buy another one. It <laughs> means, <laughs> you know what? No, it is. I don't, it's not, we're not trying to be nice. It, it really is a compliment. You should, have a, you should always have like a, a case of, of stinky hoodies in the back ready to be stolen. A whole case of them. Exactly. Yeah, Froggy, what do you think? If I stole your black hoodie, what would that? What does oh. your anger smell like? How would that smell? <laughs> anger? Uh, that's an old yeah. thing. I haven't been angry in a black hoodie for years. You're, you, that's yesterday's news. Next now question. he's angry oh, in a black T-shirt. It's a lot different. Yeah, now you're making me angry. <laughs> I'll take that too. They used to make fun of me because uh, for some reason when I wore a black hoodie to, to work, that meant that meant I didn't really care that day when I was getting ready. Translation. I didn't want to deal with anyone's BS, therefore I was mean. So they called those my black hoodie days. <laughs> but now I wear black hoodies every day. I'm just like, I'm Same. I don't know. What, straight Nate? As a guy that's had his hoodie stolen, I can tell you that sometimes it's not just outright stolen without knowledge. You sometimes gave it to the person, say, oh, yeah, it's cold out here, take this hoodie, and then they would conveniently forget to return it. Yeah. Doesn't matter. Yeah. Get the hell out of here. Don't just steal it. It doesn't matter how you procure your hoodie. Jeez, it's yours now. It smells like them. And you can't wash it. That's another thing about right. stolen hoodies. If you wash them, they lose all their magic. Right. It's gone. It washes yep. down the drain. 
That's also part of the beauty of the stolen hoodie is it's always worn in like a pair of shoes after a while. It's the perfect amount of comfortable. Hey, does uh, Dina with the pink hair have a website? Can people buy her candles? Yeah, you can go to dinaskissandmakeup.com. Oh, so, okay, so I, I'm encouraging everyone. Look, we're not making any money off this. We're not getting no. a percentage at all. We just happen to love Dina. Go check out her line of candles, oh. but buy the stolen hoodie. Yeah. That's my favorite one. She has really pretty ones, too, that like look like a cupcake and look like a like a cappuccino. And, and they, they're incredible. I, I don't know how the hell she comes up with this stuff. Uh, now, what is her website again? Dina's Kiss and Makeup.com. Is it D I N A? D I N A S. Dina's? Yes. Dina's what? Kiss and Makeup.com. Oh, I get it. Kiss yes. and Makeup. Yep. That's, oh, the name of her, it. that's the name of her salon, mm-hmm. Dina's Kiss and Makeup. Okay, so Dina, D I A N A, Dina's Kiss and Makeup.com. Yes. Line 24 is Amanda. Amanda, tell me you've stolen a hoodie before. <laughs> Oh, my gosh. Hi. Well, uh, hello, Uh, lady. Talk about your stolen hoodie story. What happened? Yeah, when I was in undergrad, I went to a house party. Um, I, you know, saw a guy that I thought was cute. Um, You know, whatever happened, I ended up leaving with his hoodie, and then we didn't talk for a long time. And then, uh, like, a year or two later, he messaged me and said, give me back my hoodie. (laughs) It was funny. And used it as, I guess, a way to start talking again and... Here we are eight years later with a dog and a house and a cat. And- oh, oh, that's wow. so cool. Wow. It all started from a hoodie. A stolen hoodie. It came from a stolen a hoodie. Stolen, yeah. You have to name your first kid hoodie. What was that, Danielle? Yeah. I said she got to name her first kid hoodie. She's not having oh kids. God. She didn't say she's having kids. That's oh so cool. God. I can't See? believe I'm on the radio with you guys. Well, you are, and I love that. Uh, there, and there's something about that smell. Uh, do you still have that hoodie, by the way, eight years later? No, what's really funny about it is my roommate from college ended up stealing it from me, oh. and don't he let, has it. Well, don't let her steal your guy. Hello. Mm-hmm. No. Smells uh, like him. I won't. All right, Amanda. I thanks, won't. Thank you for listening to us. You go have a great day, okay? Thank you so much. It was great talking to you guys. I love listening to you in the morning. Well, thank you for listening. It's it's a pleasure. Hold on, hold on one second. Here's Joe on line twenty three. Now, Joe on the other hand, on the other side, has had many a hoodie stolen. Joe, if you could count up the number of hoodies that have been stolen from you, wh- what would that be? Well, hi, good morning, everybody. First off, well, hello, this lady. Crazy that I'm on here. I'm glad you're here. I've been I've been listening to you guys since I'm like fourteen. This is crazy. Aww. I know we're um, old and ancient. Thanks for rubbing that in. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about that. Well, that means I'm okay. old and ancient then too. No, you're not, Joe. All right. So how many st- uh, how many hoodies have you had stolen from you? I've probably had honestly about a dozen hoodies on from from me in college. Like by the end of my college years, I had no hoodies left. So that means you had a lot of girls yeah. during your college years, or guys, whatever it is. I wouldn't even say that. Almost, I would say like my one previous ex-girlfriend stole all of them. Oh. <laughs> oh my God. Sounds vengeful. Wow. Well, wait, but now Every she's an ex, and she. Ha- would, oh, like, hold on. One gone. She's an ex, and she has like a dozen of your hoodies. <laughs> she got away with it. I don't her- know if she still has <laughs> them, but I would like some of them back, which would be nice. They were nice. Well, I know. I know, but if you call her or text her or whatever to get your hoodies back, that means you're reaching out to connect. And so you can't do it. You got to let them go. You got to write them off. Right. That is very true. That is very, very true. <laughs> anyway, so there you go. So when they stole your hoodies, were you, was it like a badge of honor for you? I mean, is that a good thing? 
No, because I actually really liked the hoodies, and I went to school in Albany, so you really needed those at that yeah, point. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Guys need to start having right. a stockpile of crappy hoodies, and right. then you leave those out so that they're available for stealing and hide your good ones. There you go. Uh, Allison, line eight, then we got to roll on. Hey, Allison. Hi. Um, so, I how am you doing? calling to let you know that uh, I just donated a bag a couple of months ago earlier this year that was full of stolen hoodies. Wait, wait, hold Pull on. Off. How many how many stolen hood, hoodies were in this bag you donated? I'm going to go with half a dozen. <laughs> wow. wow. Now, okay, so was it a need to move on in your life, or you now have a solid uh, relationship with someone, so you, you want these hoodies out of, out of the way? I mean, was there a psychological reason you needed to get rid of them, or you just wanted to donate them? They were so old, and I didn't need them anymore, and they were from guys I don't talk to. They were all souvenirs. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. I got gotcha. you. Had you washed? Had you washed them? Did it? Was it like a bag full of different boy smells? No, no, I washed them before okay. giving yeah, them away. Well, then, Guys, if you wash them, then you cleared them. You cleared the guy out. They're gone. You're good. Uh, right. I have an idea. I don't need them anymore. What's your idea, Danielle? Oh, my gosh. We start a store, and it's just a little store, and all it is is people that donate the hoodies they have stolen, and then we sell Dina's candle as well, and we either call it stolen hoodies or my ex-boyfriend's hoodie. This is it. We're going to make so much money. But the key key is you can't wash them. They have to still smell like the boy. Stinky. Stinky hoodies. Stinky hoodies. Stinky hoodies. That's the name of it. There you go. Stinky hoodies. Oh, my gosh. You're brilliant. This is like the time you came up with Rent-A-Gay. I am so excited. Allison, we've got to roll. Thank you for calling, and I'm I'm glad that you got rid of those hoodies. It's time to move on. It's time to start collecting a a new bunch, okay? Wait, Elvis, can I have one of yours? Oh, wow. Wow. Hold on. Nate, can we send uh, Allison a hoodie? Does it have to smell like me? You don't want that. It smells like like pancake syrup and desperation. (laughs) It smells like bags. All right. Okay. Hold on. Hold on. We'll send her a dirty hoodie. I thought, yeah. Okay. Okay. I've never given away a dirty piece of clothing before. (laughs) You have to soil it. How do you soil it? I did, but I can't. I'm not soiling them. I just wear them. Scary. (laughs) I don't soil my clothing. Such a gross word. Like, what? Really what? That's disgusting. It's like I'm like a ooh. All right, we, we have to move on. Elvis Duran. The haggiest. Elvis Duran in the morning show. This is Elvis Duran in the morning show. Now, you were reading this and you came into me and you said, hey Elvis, want to slow down your aging? I'm like, well, you're a little late. <laughs> But all these things, I think we're all running the stop sign on these things. Absolutely. We're, we're all doing it wrong. Right. So what are the 10 things we need to do to stop aging so fast? All right. So these are the 10 habits that are making you look older. And they're, it's really not rocket science. I think we know these. But you're in the sun too much without sunblock. It doesn't matter what your skin color is or how much time you spend out there. If you're going out into the sun, wear sunblock because the brown spots, the wrinkles, all of that right. caused by the sun. Precancerous and cancerous yes. dots, especially if you're pale like me. Absolutely. <laughs> Scary's been doing a good job of handling this one. This says you're vitamin D deficient. A lot of people are. You can take a little supplement to give yourself the vitamin D, especially if you're living in dark, cold areas. You need that. I take so, it. There you go. You me too. I got some right here. I got, I got D earlier today. You're Thank always you. giving us your D over there. <laughs> I got, that's a First thing I get when I leave the house. <laughs> I think we are all kind of bad at this one. You are sleep deprived. Yeah. I am definitely sleep deprived. I always wonder what it's like to even get six, seven hours of sleep a night. That must be amazing. Here's my thing. I'm doing yes. everything they say to get to sleep earlier. 
Like, stop watching TV, stop looking at your phone, you know, get in the bed and just relax, calm down, read, soothe yourself. And I'm not sleeping like I used to. And so I take the melatonin and stuff like that, and I wake up all groggy and effed up. I, I can't fix that. The sleep thing. Can you? I don't know. Maybe maybe now that you're working out so much more, your body will start to go to sleep. Oh, that's okay. good. It's all worn out. Maybe. Okay. <laughs> you are not moisturizing. Duh. Obviously, use moisturizer. Men, women, everybody moisturize your face. Every day. You're not active enough. Not being active actually really messes up all types of things, like your circulation. You want to keep your blood pumping. Yeah. Get out. Work out. It's important. Raise your heartbeat. It's great. Amen. You're too stressed. This raises your cortisol levels, and your cortisol levels affect all kinds of things. They can make you wrinkly, make you not sleep, all of the above. Try and relax if you can. Maybe meditate for a few minutes every day. Your diet really is not much of a diet. It's actually really unhealthy processed foods. Oh, boy. Guilty. All of us. Yeah. I think we all just ate a bunch of cookies and, yep. you know, some other stuff. Those aren't processed. Those are, no, no, they're fresh. Those, those are fresh And they're cookies. processed. I don't know about the one Scary had. Goodness. No, no the processed is like unnatural. Yeah, non- meats, the deli meats, yeah. sugars, like refined sugars. You don't want any of that stuff. But we do it. You drink too much alcohol. Oh, oh, God. Oh. Okay, you got me. We'll just roll right past that one. You smoke too much. That's a good one, too. Mm-hmm. And, yes, that includes weed or cigarettes if you're smoking too much. Oh, really? Just not good for you. Yeah. Right. And it raises your blood pressure. It does all kinds of stuff. And, finally, you are not drinking enough water, so you're dehydrated. Yeah. So how many out of ten are you guilty of? All of them, I think. I'm, I'm guilty for maybe six of them. I think all, Danielle? let's see, all ten for me. No, I don't know. I'd have to go through them again, but there's a bunch. <laughs> I think, actually, maybe nine because I'm not in the sun too much. I actually avoid the sun. Right. I will sit under an umbrella and lube up with the uh, suntan lotion, so, or sun screen, I should say. What about you, Scary? Something that I want to add to the list that you should be doing is laughing. They say we don't laugh enough, and they say if you laugh a lot, that keeps you younger. And it no, keeps you... crow's feet. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey! I don't have crow's feet. I laugh a lot. Mine's not bad. So after reading this list, what do you think, Nate? I should have died yesterday. Yeah, yeah, maybe. <laughs> Hey, I'm Ed Sheeran. Hey, what's up? It's Saweetie. What's good? It's Metro Boomer. Elvis Duran. Go! Elvis Duran in the morning show. All right, show's done. Let's get out of here. Till next time, say peace out, everybody. Peace, peace out, out, everybody! St. Bonaventure Mission works to provide Navajo families with many of the things people never think about. Whether it's fresh water, clothing, or many other necessities, St. Bonaventure Mission provides support to the Eastern Navajo Reservation. The mission is often the last and best hope in their struggle to survive among poverty and hardships. So please go to this website and make your donation to St. Bonaventure. It's stbonaventuremission.org. Your donation will go a long way in providing much-needed everyday items people may take for granted. St. Bonaventure VentureMission.org. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to the Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots, 
Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.